Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. I just go to, to say, say I love you. And you know what? And you know what? And I mean it from the, the bottom, bottom of my of my sangria balls. cup of your balls. No, no, no. We ain't saying that. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're gonna start just like that, Mister Ruperto Vanderpool. You know what? Before we even go into that, I want to say this: Internet's. Um, we're gonna actually have to start our rapping when Miss Lissa does come because we're not starting the episode off spitting bars. Because I don't know where the fuck she is. I don't know what happened to her. She ain't hit me. She ain't say one fucking word. Uh, Rena's in the studio. We don't even know where she is. We waiting for her. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Anyway, internets, listen. Welcome back to the Premium Pete Show. I'm so excited for you uh, to really just get this episode. Because this is... The person I have with me today is somebody that has been um, a comical inspiration to me. Yo, honestly, somebody that I, uh, you know, admire in comedy and somebody that I really, I, I always wanted to, as many people know, I always wanted to be a comedian, a stand-up comedian. But I keep on saying, I got to stop saying I wanted to be a comedian because I am a comedian. I just don't do stand-up. But anyway, internets, um, the Latin community definitely knows who this is. If you don't know who this is, then you could just do your Googles. My friend, comedian. Mr. Ruperto Vanderpool. What's up, y'all? Internet, how you doing? Ruperto Vanderpool, a.k.a. Cosan Dominican, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me ask you something. Whenever I hear anyone introduce you, whether it been shows I've been to or just any type of videos you're on or whatever, why they, even if it's a white person or anybody, they have, why they got to put that Spanish fucking, uh, uh, you know, roll on, you know, that, that, to- that pause, but that tongue roll where like Rupert- Ruperto Vanderpool. Ruperto Vanderpool. Yeah, they gotta roll those R's because you know when you when you say anything Latin that has an R in it, you gotta roll it. Well, I mean, anyone who's ever been to a comedy show of yours, you go by the Black Tino, obviously because you're black and Latino, Dominican, right? Yeah, I'm Dominican. I'm an Afro Latino. That's right. Self-titled Black Tino. (laughs) I I gave that title to myself a long time ago. Um, you mentioned earlier too. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, man, I am so glad to be on your show, Premium Pete. I know this brother for at least ten years, man, and he would come out to my shows, man, as a, as a friend, as a fan. And um, you know, and 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 like you were saying about the Latin community, they 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 they, they know me. For, you know, I'm like one sure, of the Sure, Me- Mejente, you were on the front page of Mejente back in the day. You said Mejente. No, 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 really. What, what I really like about, like, you know, I mean, I used to go all your shows, and we hung yeah. out many times. And, yeah. and, and the dope thing is you were always into kicks. You were one of the few comedians I know that was really killing when, when we were really killing the Air Forces. The Air and, Force and, and, yeah. really, and really doing what, you know, we, we had to do, just being fresh. Right. You know, New York City, you grew up in the Bronx, right? For sure. I'm originally a Bronx head, you know, born in Manhattan, raised in the Bronx, and then back in Manhattan. But yes, I'm originally from the BX, back now, in the... Now, where does somebody like a Ruperto Vanderpool come? Where does this name come from? Well, 
the history of my name is 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 kind of like because people always hear the last name like that's not Dominican, you know. Like, what is Dominican? Like, you know, uh, you know. I know people get the whole thing of like Latin or Spanish, Spanish last names like the Rodriguez's or the Vasquez and all that. But my um, my lineage is is my my great my grandparents are Dominican. My mother, my parents are Dominican. My great grandparents, the name is Dutch West Indies. So those islands that's throughout you know the Caribbean, the West Indies, like you know like Tortola or Saint Martin or in these islands, there you know they, there was an influx of people from those islands that migrated to the Dominican mm. Republic in the 1900s to deal with the whole sugarcane influx. Back then, the the factories and and and, and the whole engineering process of sugarcane world. So then a lot of those people migrated, you know, like towns like La Romana, which is... What like, the like, fuck is that? La Romana. So that like sounds like town. the place that made Spanish fly. You know? <laughs> it's like a space Spanish fly. Actually, La Romana is a town that has a an open air, like like a brick, um, we call it in Spanish, aire libre, like an open air concert um, bricked um, stadium. Mm. It's like back in, like you know, um, back when Frank Sinatra performed there, Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah, so um, it's a town maybe like an hour and a half from Punta Cana. Like Punta Cana is like the big hot spot now. Yo, I love – let me tell you something. Dominican Republic, uh, growing up as a kid, I'm talking 15, 20 years ago. Right. One, one thing I loved about DR is for obviously the woman, okay? Of course. Um, <laughs> but one thing I loved is I went to two different places I used to go back and forth. But one thing I loved, it was cheap to go there. It wasn't that expensive before it became popping. Right. I used to go to Porta Plata. Right, and Punta Canta. Now, right. Punta Canta to me was more touristy. Right. Porta Plata was like more like, you know, like, you know, more down low. Right, right. I mean, many people used to say, like, you stay on the resort, but not, not, not me, man. I wasn't staying on the resort. I made friends and I visited every rub and tug fucking place in right. the city, man. I visited Nilda, uh-huh. Anis, fucking all them <laughs> motherfuckers. And, and that's the know. best, man, because you know what's crazy? Like, like, although, you know, the Dominican Republic is a third world country, man, the generosity, although there's a lot of poverty, you have a family. Like you said, I'm the same way. I like when I when I go back home, I like to go where home is at. You know, the resort is one thing, but the real grittiness of going back to like, you know, a little, a little, uh, a little home with, with, with tin ceilings. And sure. then you have, like you said, Ines and they'll, they'll welcome you with open home. They have like two chickens in the back. Sure. And then that'll be dinner for you. You know Yeah. I mean? And their yeah. brother's El Duque. Yeah, that right. wind up getting, <laughs> wind up getting drafted for the fucking Yankees. Exactly. Yo, there's so many fucking baseball players, but you know what I, like when I went down there in the resort, I met this, um, I met a, a, a towel girl. She was basically a girl that just handled the towels, and I kicked that Brooklyn, you know, uh, finesse on that Dominican girl, and we wound up hanging out, and because she couldn't hang out in the resort with me, she right. lose her job. Right. So I went back to her house, and I think I told this on a previous episode. I I literally was sending her like gifts, but she wasn't trying to milk me. I was sending her like um, you know, like uh, pots and pans, because when I went to her house, she had some horrible pots and pans. Right. So I was like, yo, you know what? When I get back to Brooklyn, I'm going to FedEx uh, some official uh, uh, pots and, you, and, and you pants. Yeah, nice, most definitely. Man. So, you know, every time I got down there, she <laughs> laced, laced my <laughs> piece alone. But you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, I love Dominican woman. And um, I did, I want, my first wife, I wound up marrying a Puerto Rican woman. So I didn't go Dominican. Because I wasn't trying to have, uh, you know, my windows knocked out of my fucking car. Or my key. <laughs> or, 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 or my car keyed the fuck up. But, you know, I, I'm really, just Dominican Republic is beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. I do fuck with it, you know, and, and I plan to visit back there soon. That's what's up, man. You know, and, and, but, but regard, I don't even know how we even got there. But We got there based off of my name and the name. Which is a black Tino. Is a, you know, the, the Vanderpool, you know. It's, people think I actually changed my name for show business, too. That's the weird part. They'd be like, Roberto Vanderpool, like that's wow, it's, it's such of a showbiz name. Did you did you change that? Like, so you know, so like, they thought your name was like Robert Martinez, yeah, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, you want to get a, a a show or a film or a comedy, and you change it to Roberto Vanderpool. Yeah, they, they thought I they thought I Martin Sheen did like how Martin Sheen <laughs> and Charlie Sheen. Yo, I love that you call yourself the uh, Black Tino, the undercover mm-hmm. superhero. That's right, you know? the, overco- the undercover Latino. Why why do you say that undercover superhero? I say that because um, you know, growing up. With especially like you coming from a you know like the Dominican Republic, we're 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 like the our generation came here, the influx of Dominicans in the eighties, mm-hmm. you know. So like Puerto Ricans is you know was the first immigrant Latin immigrants to really aside from the Mexicans, the Mexicans on the West Coast, but in East Coast terms, um, Puerto Ricans had the culture like they they dealt with a lot of discrimination against the Italians and the mm-hmm. Irish and mm-hmm. all that. So they they was the first like set of people. To, to like you know to to represent you know represent the, the Caribbean in terms of Latin and then and then you have Cubans and then you had the Dominicans that later on came in but the Dominican um Dominicans coming in at the in the eighties it it you know you had a lot of like inferiority complex because mm-hmm. you, you know we fresh off the boat you know what I'm saying and it's one of those things that you're dealing with um we, we, we're the new kids in, in, in town so the discrimination that was held against being, being dominican and all that and then being an afro latino was another thing too like i dealt with both cards you know like mm-hmm. i used to go to high school in in, in 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 um in midtown called park west high school back in the 80s and that was a that was like um you know that's back in the Decepticon days, yep, yep. and and then you had the blacks against the Dominicans, and and then Dominicans as as hick as they were with their no socks and people suits, they would come, <laughs> they, they get they get the whole squad from George Washington yeah. High School and Brandeis coming down. We're gonna with, fuck you up with, with machetes, and then the black and then I, and I and then I was in the middle of that, so I'll be I'll be half black, like I'll be, you know black dude, be like, yo, you black or Dominican? I'm, I'm black fan. What up, fan? What up? You know, you know, you should you should bought two different outfits. <laughs> and I used to you have know? two different outfits. <laughs> I used to wear one sock. Yeah. So that's the case that the Dominicans would come up to me. Yo, Papa, we're going to beat your ass because you're black. Papa, you're Dominicano. Look what the to Prove it to me. I used to pick up one leg, no sock, and get away with it. And then the <laughs> brother see me. I got my sock on, fam. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's how that crazy is happening in the, in the 80s and the 90s. <laughs> Yo, yo, that's it. Is, yo, it, 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 it but, you know, but we live in a day and age now. Who would ever thought that there's so much mixed and biracial? Right. You know, I mean, look how many couples got together in different races. Right. I mean, we we talk about nationalities. Mm-hmm. There's so many. You talked about the Italians. Mm-hmm. And you talk about like even like it's funny because I remember one of your uh, your skits is we talk about like how you got to know people's um, nationality. Right. Like when you say like, and I go through this where I may tell a girl like, "What are you Chinese?" and she's like, "Fuck!" Like look at me like Chinese. Right. I'm Korean. Right. So I was like, "Oh shit! What the fuck? Like uh, how am I supposed to know? I don't know." And I'm not trying to be racist, and, and you know, because I could say like, "You all look the same," but I'm not trying to say that. Right. I'm trying to say like, I don't know that. Like I don't know a Dominican is Dominican. I, I just thought maybe he was Spanish. Go, you tell a person like, you know, how many times I told a Dominican, "What are you Puerto Rican?" Just on some like, "Yo, what's up, man?" Like we may be talking about, "Yo, what are you Puerto Rican?" And he's like, "Puerto Rican? Get the yeah. fuck out of here! I'm Dominican." <laughs> what is the problem between Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and Colombians and all this fuck? What is this Latin problem that I don't know? It's of? not a problem. It's, uh, it's, they, they, people it's, take it's, it serious, no, bro. No, it's pride, and it's pride throughout everything. 
you know, like like even with Caribbean, like you know, Jamaicans and and uh, and Trinidadian, like like a Jamaican accent is a more deeper accent. And they they they, they patois like a more rugged. I, I gotta hear it. I mean, you know what I mean, I, like I, all I, on I, the man them Jamaica talk, my youth. Big man that here, okay. all on the mush of the bomba cloud place. <laughs> what I say, my youth. What about what now? Trini same yeah, thing. Trini, oh gosh, Trini, Trini accent them them. They, they talk like they singing. You know what I mean? Oh gosh, a part of Spain. Okay. <laughs> you know, for example, so so my point is, it's, it's about pride. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What about Dominican accent? Is that the same as Puerto Rican? Oh, you, you, no. See, bro. I don't know that. I don't know. I'm Italian. See, hey, wait, I told you. I told you before. You, but you live in New York, so you should know this, Pete. Yeah. But, for, but for example, Dominican accent. Oh, you take it loco, manito. Que fue, manito. Que fue, loco, diablo. Oye, que la vaina, manito. Estás quieto, tranquilito. En el Puerto Rican, ese chacho, papi. Ese tipo está cabrón, brother. No jodienda, papa. That's like the more rugged street Puerto Rican dude versus the Dominican dude. So the accent is so different. If, if a Colombian accent. A Colombian accent, for example, their, their, their Spanish is more like, you know, we consider more... Um, que opas, que opas, que opas, que opas, Colombia, Let me tell you something. Colombian girls are fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's nothing to say against Puerto Rican or Dominican because Dominican. Let me tell you something, okay? Yeah, I have lost um, plenty of sperm from fucking Dominican, but I'm saying I think Colombians are beautiful. Yeah, Colombian women are real beautiful. You know, you know, for me, every race has their beauty in it, and it, and it's, it's, subject, it's subjective to what you're what you're liking. But Colombian women are very beautiful. Like to me, Dominican women are very beautiful. Puerto Rican women are very beautiful. Yeah. There's good there's good and bad in every race. Yeah, see but the thing is I don't mess with a Puerto Rican girl unless she has a big ass bamboo earring. If she don't got one of them big fucking like circles that a size that a fucking gerbil could jump through, I don't fuck with her. And why's that? And I'll tell you one thing, if I go to a house and she don't have Fabuloso, the cleaning supply or Miss Mr. Lean Mr. in that Lean, motherfucker. He, he knows this Okay, knows let me tell you shit. something. I don't fucking, I don't trust them. And I'm not <laughs> fucking with them. I run right out of that fucking house. And they don't have one of them burning Christ candles. So, you know what I'm talking about? The, uh -huh. the circle joints with the red and the, or the white, uh, you know what I mean? All the joints. With the Jesus, with, uh, uh -huh. you know, uh, wrapped around it, you know? Right. Then you mess with it? I ain't messing with it. Yeah. I ain't messing with it. And then lastly, if they don't have Sasson in their fucking oh. house. Oh, adobo. You need adobo. Adobo. It's, yeah. it's a problem. But okay. let me ask you, who is the founder or who is of Mafungo? Is it Dominicans? Is it Puerto Ricans? Because I, I that that's a Caribbean thing. Really? Yeah, I don't think there's a no. You gotta understand Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and when you talk about Caribbean, these are islands in the Caribbean, the the, the Carib Ocean. Carib Ocean is consists of Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. Haiti, mm -hmm. and Cuba. Those are the three islands that. Do we have a, a Haiti uh, voice? Is there Haitian? Any? Yeah. Well, you, you, you want to know my Haitian voice? <laughs> why 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 you want to know my Haitian voice? Uh oh, I tell you, Pete, I've been on this show for five minutes now, right? And I'm thinking, why, why my Haitian brother don't come on this show? Sac passe. Naboule, oui, oui. Now, now, let me ask you. Nepkembe, Nepkembe. Of my Haitian crew right there. Now, <laughs> as we keep on going through nationalities, people uh, always say, like, you know, Chinese, Korean, Japanese. Right. Some people, don't, I mean, I particularly for a long time, I mean, now I'm getting better at it. But not everybody knows if you're Chinese or Korean. Or, I mean, how the fuck? Think about it. Do you you just see someone you're supposed to say like they're Chinese? Well, I think. Well, first of all, it it, it can be kind of offensive if you just assume. If you just automatically assume a person Chinese, you, just Chinese, and most so, people do that, right? But I'm gonna tell you something. Asians have a hard time telling each other apart. Yeah, like a Chinese people used to be like, I, like I, I was at a show the other day, and I was like, I I took three different Asians in the audience, and I pointed at one. I said, um. 
I said, I said, did you know what type of Asian this Asian person it is? They said, nah. I said, damn, Asian people have a hard time telling who's Asian. <laughs> well, I mean, Japanese but, people, right? But, but for example, Japanese for me, yeah. like, the, like it might be hard until they speak. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they, like Japanese people speak. They got like a they sound constipated. I think really? when they talk. Here, here, how they speak, okay. and I'm not being racist here. I'm just giving you an example. Konnichiwa, arigato, konnichiwa, Honda, Toyota, konnichiwa, Toyota, 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 Yo, they they do sound constipated. But you know what? Japanese people, let me tell you something. I used to work for Japanese back in 1995. Uh Let me tell you something. They are the closest thing to the Italian mafia, even probably bigger than I know. The Japanese people I used to work for, they used to get all their suits custom made. Custom. Yeah. The, uh, money was no fucking issue. No, they elite. They elite. They, they, they were bigger than the Russians. And when I when I say Russians, because Russians are kind of like, this is a fifty thousand dollar bag. Get the fuck out of here. You know, the Japanese, no problem. You understand? They spend the money, no issue. That's real talk. Japanese. So Japanese, let me tell you something. Japanese look down at Chinese people. Well, J- you know, I'm I'm, I'm being honest. From what the people the, I work what, for, the, obs- the observation it can seem that way. Like you know, because the 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 Japanese culture is very. Like you said, they they very they're rich, rich elite, elite. You know, what I'm very saying? smart. I'm and not that. saying that Chinese ain't smart because I'll tell you one thing. My daughter was in a, 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 her public school. She was in. Yo, when I went to graduation, fucking every award was Ming Lee, uh, um, you know, Stacy Ming. Yo, yo, it was crazy uh, Asian mm. people. But I mean, I hate to stereotype it, but Asian people are all smart. Right. And you know what they do? A lot of these Chinese people do take the time to fucking do the studying right. in in these schools. These young kids, I give them, I give them a lot of credit. Right, the but, discipline. The, but I, what about what? How, but what's the difference of Japanese to Chinese, especially how they talk? Well, I, I, like for example, okay, so I, I gave you the I gave you the Japanese, the, the constipated, Japanese. yeah. <laughs> and in Chinese, they got that hello. Yeah, like, they always there's do. One, there's one like a smiling for you. Hello. C- uh, CD DVD CD DVD is stupid. <laughs> you okay? uh, CD DVD. Are you on that DVD? They they business people too. Yeah, very. They don't they don't care. They'll come. They, you know, like I, I saw I saw uh, like they they'll go in the hood. Chinese people are gangster. Yeah, they don't give. <laughs> they'll be they be in a hood of all hoods. <laughs> Straight up best style, or, or, or like, 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 like. Hey, do you like a DVD, CD, fight that lie? You like a movie? They'll bring out movies that even out yet. <laughs> I got yeah. Jason Bourne. They come on next week. I give you nine, nine, fight that lie. Yo, China, yo, Chinese people gonna be on their hustle, man. And I respect them for that. Most they hustlers, definitely. man. They, they be hustle. Everything in think, think about it. Everything is made in China. Yeah. Everything. So, so Chinese people from from day one are hustling people. What, what, what about, what about, uh, go ahead, go ahead. You got Korean, Korean, Anyaseo. Very, they're into medical. Yes. They like, they, they medical nail salon. On, Yo, on big into nail salons. Yeah, big. like, uh, you, 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 you like a pedicure, manicure? Yo, yo, let me a tell you. Pick a color! And loud as hell. Pick a color! <laughs> you need me, pick a color, you! And they honest as hell, too. You ever notice? You go, like, you, for example, we go to a nail salon. And you can't go. One thing about them, they they will talk about your ass. Yeah, honey, you know your toe look a fucked up. <laughs> oh, you got to get a. We got to pay fifty dollar more. Yo, they always try to charge you more. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Even when I used to go to massage parlors back in the day, right? I'm not trying to say this to guys' pores, but you know, just because I pulled out a little bit of an extra fucking penis. 
You understand? They want to charge me more now. You know, uh, fifty dollar massage, uh, hundred dollar, hundred dollar now because too buku, too buku, too buku. What do you mean too buku? What do you mean? Eh? Oh, in my stomach, in my stomach. No, it's not in your fucking stomach. Oh, you got you extra skin. You don't circumcise. You got five dollar more. Yeah, extra, extra Yo, they, oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. They'll do whatever it is to get the job done, but they will charge you more. Charge they you more. will, they will, and they'll make up some type of fine print. Like, no, 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 you got to pay more. So, so, you better, so, if you, so if you actually a happy ending, make sure you you got to get sharp. No, I don't do that no more. I don't do that no more. I'm a happily family guy now, good Mr. For you. Ruperto. I haven't but seen you in a fucking minute. We got to talk about that. You, you're a family guy. That's good. Fa- no, I'm a, I mean, you always – listen. I mean, <laughs> when I – I mean, I'm, I don't have to – I tell this to my lady too. When I grew up, I was wild. I mean, I'm still wild. I'm mm-hmm. still, I mean, from what you know of me, you know, like, like, it's crazy because the reason why I have you up here for is not only because, um, you know, just I wanted to have a comedian, somebody that I admired, somebody that I was inspired by. I've been to so many of your shows. I love your content. And I love your skits. But more so because I think you know my love from back in the day of doing comedy. And for I sure. never fucking went into the stand-up. And I said before, I, I got to stop saying I'm not a comedian because... I, I do it in a different I just don't Here's the thing I, I really You know Going up on stage I'm not scared of that I feel like I could Eat the crowd up right. But it takes so much time It's another thing to do Without making money It's a fucking hustle Which is something I want to get into You, you gotta develop So you know But 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 you But you But you already have I will, I will You always been a funny dude Like I know I know Pete for like 10 years y'all And and we, we, we met Like in the sneaker world Cause I was so big In the sneakers back then And he was always he was that dude that you you know like he, the smallest dude in the room, but with the and people would be attracted to, to his funniness. And he like he said he always wanted to do stand up, and I always always tell him, dude, just do stand up. But it's like he, that 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 step of breakthrough. And some people I think fear the fact that that process. And and you are a comedian though, because you oh, you successful pod, podcast shows you have throughout, throughout the throughout the years. It's been six years, and you're on the mic, and you transcend. Humor through your, through, so you you are you are a comedian, so I'm, I'm just I'm just not in in the everyday grind. And speaking of that, for comedians out there that want to be a comedian, or and 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 just for people who listen, or just for your career, how hard is that bustle and that hustle and that muscle? And the reason why I say that for is because you do. I've been with you where we did three shows in one night, right? <laughs> and you go and collect here, and you go and collect here, and you go, and obviously it's a job, right? Um, but you know you have it. You know, it's, it's one of those jobs when you go on vacation, you're not making money, you know. Um, and it's also one of those jobs where you got to get in cool with the people here and you don't want to step on any toes. I feel like if somebody like me, like, I'll get into an argument with one of the club owners. They're like, get the fuck out of here. You're not coming back no more. You know what I mean? But well, it, it is how a, hard is the hustle? Nah, well, it's a process, man. Like, you know, I got I got 20 years in the game. And, and you know, the the, the, the evolution of my, 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 my career, for example, it you start with open mics, and then you you have to develop your voice, your your act, and then you got to develop the material. And it's like with anything in terms of like in terms of development. And then as you as you started to get noticed in the club scene, then you start getting the TV shows, and then the stand up live specials, and and then so in that in that sense, as you as your name gets out there, then you you then you then your demand is a sure, supply of demand. Sure. So you know I was, I'm fortunate to to make a, a living doing stand up and. Because I'm, I'm being consistent. Sure. You know, at the end of the day, you still got to be funny. But you've been in the game for how long? 
20. I've been 20, 20, 20, 20, look at 20 that. years. A fucking dub. 20 years. 20 Harry years. Tubman. Harry <laughs> fucking Tubman. Yes, master. <laughs> You've been in 20 years. And But but 13 professionally. Like, the last, you know, I had the... Right Seven, you were just fucking playing around. Yeah, because, you you know, you I had the day job, you know, and then, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't out there like that. Like, you know, I would I would do my open mics and late night at the comedy club at 2 o'clock in the morning for like you ever six, bomb? six when you when you first start, of course you got to take it in the face. Well, pause, but uh, how was that you gotta experience? Take it in the face. I'm saying you got to take it in the no, face. No, I get what you're saying, but I got to pause you. Um, wh- how was that bombing like that? Well, bombing. You know what's crazy? My first bomb when I first started. I remember I I was six months into comedy. I did. Uh, I was doing open mics. You know, and open mics is kind of like like it's like. You you really don't know who is in the room in open mics. Is it other but, comedians? But that's my point. Like in open mics, you don't know really if your material is working that well because you in front of thirty, forty comedians, and half of them are looking at their notes because yeah, they, they're not even they, paying attention right. to you. So so and then you you so you don't really know what works and what doesn't really work. But at least you get the 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 um the, you start getting used to being on stage, right? So now. The lady that used to have the open mic, um, which I saw her yesterday, I'm going to give her a shout-out, Gladys Simon. Shout-out to Gladys Simon. She's been around for like 20-something years. She, she cultivates a lot of the younger comedians. And um, she had a showcase for us. It was maybe like like six or seven of us. And then we 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 were, we were you know, we brought friends and families to the show. So we had a packed house. But it was this one guy, I remember. He had like a lot of people in the show. And I never saw this guy before. So now... And and this how this how you know this when you were naive in the business. I we we few of us went up. We didn't few, you know they got a few laughs. And when I went up, I remember my confidence wasn't there because you know I was so nervous. And then um, one of my jokes, I didn't have conviction. Mm-hmm. And then I was straight bombed. And then this guy that had all these people there, he ripped. And I'm like, wow. But then they realized that he he had people, a built-in crowd. Right, all these people came to see him. But I'm outside, man. I'm like, man, I can't do this, man. I almost quit. Yeah. Six months in, I almost quit. Cause that feeling of bombing, you, you, it's like you, you in the water and you, and you jump in a deep ass part of the pool, and you're and, drowning, and you feel like you're drowning, and you can't get your ass up, and 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 you're like, blah, blah, blah. yo, that feeling of bombing is the worst feeling. But ever. here's the thing: I know so many people in comedy, and I spoke to them, and they would say that some people like had a couple of great shows in the beginning. And they bomb like in the fourth show, so it's kind of confusing. Meaning, like, you know, how some people feel like, "Let me bomb, get it out of the way." No right. one ever figures to do two, two, three, four, five, six, seven shows and then bomb. Have you bombed afterwards too? Then, then yeah, the bombs they 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 become less, but it's, it's it, you, you still. But when get you say it. bomb, you say like what? The, it, people get quiet in the room and not laughing at your jokes or not get, getting it, not getting it, or you and, or you. But it could be it could be a situation. And then as a comedian, like for example, now I'm so savvy with with, with stand up. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a grand it's like a, it's like a martial artist, right? Sure. You you got a, all these different type of belts: white belt, yellow okay, belt. Sensei. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you become a grandmaster, like a, a a seven degree black belt. It's like right now with me, I, I go in a room, like I don't you know I have all my, my material that I know works, but I always keep room for like when I go in the room, I'm like I, okay, I read my room. So I read my room. I'm looking around like, okay, I know what I'm going to talk about, what I'm, what I'm not going to talk about. In other words, I try to eliminate your chances of failure as a stand-up at that moment. So, so, when you, so at the time that when I bombed back in the day, some people that bomb, they have their material. It's like 
It's like I'm going and doing what I, I'm doing. A, a waitress can walk by, drop a whole tray of glasses, and I'm still doing my material. Sure. So in other words, you're not really you're not connecting with your audience. So now, so 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 yeah, I've I've went through the bombs. You've you know not 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 as much, but it's happened. And that feeling of like oh that empty oh my god, but it makes you stronger, man. It makes you stronger. You you start to like resharpen your knife. Sure, it's a, it's it's finding your voice and 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 yeah. building your craft and, right. and and you become a professional. Uh, let's take it back for a second. Um, first of all, what, what I want to well, you know what? Let's let people know how you even got started in comedy. Oh, I got started. I got started. What, how old were you? Oh, I was like maybe like nineteen, twenty. Okay. I started. I I, I wanted to do acting at first. Okay. Like stand up to me. You know, I was always this hyper kid in high school. Like people, you know, like they people always talk about being the, the class, class clown. clown. Yeah, most definitely. I feel the you same know? way. Yeah, but I, I, to me, I wasn't the class clown. But I remember I was like the hallway clown. Oh, okay, okay. You know, you, you want to fucks making me late in the fucking hallway. Right, I'd be in the middle of the hallway, be transitioning, and <laughs> be a group of us, and I'm the dude that's just like straight snapping, acting a fool, and you won't go to class, and we all late. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then I, then my 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 my, my getting the comedy. I saw myself on, 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 I remember watching the movie House Party, right? Mm-hmm. I saw myself, I, I was watching the movie House Party, and I'm looking at the theater, and it was a scene that Martin Lawrence was in, and, and, and it was House Party 2, and everybody was laughing, and I thought it was me. On, I thought I, because it was, I, resemb- I resembled them a little bit, and I was like, yo, I felt like an epiphany, like, yo, I, I can make people laugh like that. Like, you know, I just felt, I felt that. So, I wanted to do acting. I, I got into some acting class and stuff, and then I started like, 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 like doing like commercial classes and all that. And then one day I was um, watching this movie called "Let Me Let Me Hear the Laughter" by Freddie Prince Story. Mm. Freddie Prince Story is the late great father of Freddie Prince Jr. Isn't Freddie Prince a comedian? Yeah, he was a comedian. He, he was the first Puerto Rican comedian to have a hit sitcom. He was um, his his rise to success happened like in within three years. He got a he got he was on Johnny Carson. He really? was called on the seat after his set because he killed. And to get on a Johnny Carson show and to sit down on the on the chair the, the, on, on the sofa sure, it was a big deal. on the first time is you, you, sure you humongous. So he ma- he made it like, like so I, when I saw his story like I knew of him when I was growing up. But I know, you know, I remember he got, he killed himself and all that. But this movie. Committed I suicide. It, yeah, huh? he committed suicide. This movie came on on a late night movie on Channel 7. And I just randomly happened to catch it. I was I was on my bed late at night. And I started connecting to the story. I was like, yo, I want to, I that's what I want to do. Be a comedian. So, and then I'm taking these classes for acting and stuff. And then um, I was I was on a talk show on the audience that Robin Klein had on A&E back in the days. And Alan King which is a legendary comedian back in the days. He was in the movie Rush Hour with, 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 with Jackie Chan. And he, and, he, and he said it best. He said that he was, shoe, he was a shoe shine guy, right? He sat down shining shoes, right? And he said he used to make people laugh. And he said to himself, man, I enjoy making people laugh. I don't want to shine shoes anymore. Mm. And that's what his turning point of him doing stand-up. And then he, he, he dropped that shoe box, he said, I picked up the mic and started doing stand-up. And right then and there, I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I called up. I remember calling up some some stand-up class. Happened to be at the comic strip where I'm a regular really? at now. 
And just to just to get the fundamentals of stand up, and I remember on a payphone because we didn't have no cell phone back then. I was sure. on a payphone. I said, "Man, I want to I want to do well, stand up." How much does it pay up? Ten cents or a it was quarter? A quarter, man. Ain't that okay, a quarter. Boy. Okay, okay, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You trying to date me? <laughs> okay. So I was like, yeah. I said, "Man, this is the class for for stand up." He said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "I said you you guys can make me funny like Eddie Murphy." They said, "Well, that's up to you." I was like, "All right." So I went to the class for like six weeks. <laughs> This guy named Rob Weinstein, man, which he's good friends with Chris Rock. You know, like he, he was he he was a cool guy, man, because he it wasn't about the money for him. It was more of like him, you know, trying to show you stand up. But I didn't learn stand up by that class because ultimately you got to learn stand up by going through the trenches of live audience, getting bomb bombing. So you think uh, up. so you honestly think that as a comedian, as somebody who wants to take, you know, the 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 steps into becoming a stand-up comedian that you need to bomb. You have to bomb. It's kind of like life. Like you got to fail to you, learn you, a lesson. You got to take a, you got to take it in the face. Uh, pause <laughs> again, but yes. Go ahead. If you don't take it in the face, you ain't going to appreciate it. Yeah. Cuz it's like it's like a if you if you a boxer uh-huh. and you don't get punched in the face, and you and you and you and you and you and you you nice. You 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 sure. Tyson, perfect example. Sure. Tyson was everybody that stepped into the plate with Tyson's first early days, man, and he would knock he would sure. knock he would knock niggas out in forty five sure. seconds to sure. ninety seconds. Sure. He he never really took it to the face. Mm. And then when Buster with Buster with Buster Buster Douglas, yeah. Yo, that that feeling like oh sweat is humbling. Sure. It it, it, it picks you back up. And it, and, it, and it puts you back in the game, man. Unfortunately, so, unfortunately, I mean, Mike to me, Brooklyn Wise, will always be a legend. Uh, legend. I mean, just a, a, a tenacious. I love Mike. Crazy, man. but uh, that made him more furious. Right. That didn't, yeah. I don't think that. I don't think he ever learned from that. He got more crazier from that. You know what I'm saying? Well, not this camp got him more crazy. I think. But I understand what you're saying, but nah, but but still, man. Throughout the years, Mike is a better person now, though. No, most definitely, most definitely. You know, I saw his documentary. Um, I was chasing. I was chasing Tyson, and you, you, it was dope in a sense because he, even him, him speaking about Holyfield, because even even him fighting Holyfield and 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 then him biting him in the ear and all that, which was so like, like degraded. You know, he degraded himself yeah. in terms of even for the sport. Sure, sure. But now as a man, like how I see Mike now, and he, although he's retired from boxing, it, as a human being, you know what I'm saying? It, he's he's a, he, I think he's a better person. Looking back to the footage and, and and all that stuff and yeah man so yeah so back to what I was getting to the point is you gotta take it in the face and stand up man <laughs> pause <laughs> yeah there you go there you go you know what let's take a break real quick and then we're gonna come back we're gonna uh, delve more into Roberto Vanderpool's career just talking about comedy just talking about the, you know just breaking into the, the industry and what it's about and you know like I said we're gonna get into more material and we're gonna get into also. I want to get into, you know, um, a lot of things that have happened in your life because of comedy. So, Internet, you listen to the Premium Pete Show. Uh, it's featuring Miss Liz and Nose. And when she comes in, we'll chop it up with her. But, Internet, we'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Cheer, cheer. What's up, people? This is Raymond Santana. I'm one of Central Part 5, and you're listening to the Premium Pete Show and the lovely, voluptuous Beyonce. Miss Liz and Nose. He said Beyonce. Stop hating. Okay, sorry. Ow. Internet, and we're back sitting here with Ruperto Vanderpool, my brother. Um, I haven't seen this motherfucker so long, man. It's so good to see you. you and too, as man. my friend Dallas Penn always says, it's good to be seen. 
Oh, people yeah. always say, like, it's good to see you. And he'll be like, it's good to be, be seen. seen. I like that. And I, I do want to uh, send a, a quick shout-out to my brother, Dallas Penn. And anybody, uh, you know, who's listening that knows of Dallas Penn, um, shoot him a, a tweet, shoot him an Instagram, and, and really send your blessings. You know, he's going through some uh, – he's a diabetic. Diabetic. Uh, diabetic, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italians, we pronounce everything different. Um, yeah. But he's going through some issues, and, and, and I just – I want, you know, I think social media is so quickly to forget about shit, you know. Right. Uh, so definitely send your prayers and blessings uh, to Dallas Penn and make sure, you know, that he, yes. you keep him in your, in, in your mind. Because he, yeah, most definitely. But back to Mr. Roberto Vanderpool. Yo, um, speaking about comedy, speaking about our friendship, speaking about just making people laugh, something I love to do, something you love to do. Um, back when Bad Boys of Comedy mm-hmm. debuted mm-hmm. by Diddy. He handpicked you, Dominican Ruperto Vanderpool. How yeah. the fuck did this happen? Tell me. <laughs> Break down. Yo, it's, it was crazy. Um, there was a club that that you know, um, I, I went through. You know, it's the beauty of stand up. You 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 have your. It's like it's like the box. Like I, I always use. I usually always go back to the boxing comparison with comedy. Whoops. I always, I always. For example, you got the boxers. I got the Gleason gym, and okay. that, that's yep. what, that, that's where they work out. Is gritty. So a few comedy clubs did that for me. Like New York Comedy Club for me, uh, at first was my first seven years phase of my comedic career. In terms of helping me build up, I always do like late nights, like Friday Saturdays with this guy named Seymour. He was mm-hmm. good, used to be good friends with with Damon Wayans, and I would work there like seven years straight on the weekends, Friday Saturday, like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. So that was one phase. So now my second comedy club that phase two of my of my of my 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 growing as as uh, in my stand-up it was a club called laugh lounge laugh mm. lounge was south of houston street it was it was once in owned, new york city in new york city um once owned by this 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 lady that she she she's awesome man named delilah um she she owned it for almost 10 years um i used to be a, i was a regular there and that was like my second i was like my home like when i was in touring on the road you know, I used to I used to tour with Charlie Murphy back in the days too, like in 07, 08. And, Fuck uh, your couch, <laughs> bitch. That was my man too. He used to, <laughs> we and and I got a story about Charlie a little later about that too. Yo, yo, remember and, touring with Charlie Murphy? I do want to say because of his couch uh, antics, I always remember my grandmother. Yo, growing up, my grandmother had plastic all over her couch. Yeah. Yo, one time I was fucking this girl, man. I swear to God, I'll never forget. And she stuck to the fucking plastic on the couch. Right. After I was done, I had to fucking pull her off like a fucking like you know like a piece of cheese. You know, right. like I do a like, bit oh, of that too. Huh? Oh. Like uh, Latinos, we have plastic on the couch. You fall asleep like a mice on a glue trap. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Italians the same way. Italian Dominicans, we similar in, the, in terms yeah, of that. We are. And you know what? We're going to go back to you touring with Charlie Murphy. But I'll never forget when you fucking. Uh, uh, I used to say like I love your fucking comedy skit, and but I used to fucking I say. This motherfuckers to make fun of Italians, man. But what you say about the fucking Italians? Those so Italians, they 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 speak in vowels. Hey Tony, hey Vinny, hey yo, hey hey yo yo, you over there? Forgot about it. Yo, the, yo, he, yo, he had me dying talking about the uh, about, oh, right. being in the club. Oh, the club. Oh yeah, like a, oh, <laughs> this, this true facts. I told my boy, my boy named Joe. Right, Joe used to be a. a, a, a they, all my homie Joes, I know an older Joe, they Giuseppe, because they, they named it just really Giuseppe, but they just say Joe because half of y'all people can't pronounce it. So Giuseppe, so Joe for short, they oh, they they muscle heads, always in the gym, always yeah, working out. Yeah. Then I had another homie of mine named Joel, his name was Joe too. 
he was he was big into cars because I was always always into something. I was big into like Hondas and Acuras. And okay. Before I got into the sneakerhead, you mean like the you? the muffler type shit? The muffler, the, the, the stickers the, on the side. When you were one of those motherfucking no, I Fast and Furious motherfuckers. I, I did. I was Fast really? Furious. You know the the, the five speed and the I hate those motherfuckers. GSR, you know why I hate them? You know why I hate them? <laughs> they be coming pulling up with a Honda fucking uh, yeah. CRV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, making them like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Them <laughs> they they get the fucking uh, Puerto Rican shirt on their fucking car seats. You know what I mean? Like, well, yo, I, I you ever see Puerto Ricans? Why they put shirts around their car seats? Because they, they, they act, they, it's like people. They treat their cars like people. That's why. <laughs> yo, let me tell you how creative about my my homie Joe was. Joe was this, this muscle dude. He he had a Honda Civic, right? Yeah. This dude cut out the top of this car. Yeah. It was a hatchback. He cut yeah. out the top. But he never had a top for it, so he never could go out on a rainy day. <laughs> so, what do you have umbrellas in the car? No, so he, so we used to go. So it was a sick car, though. He had he had like a trans. What do you call? He it? had a fire on that motherfucker. Like you know those paints that look one color and then then it, oh iridescent, iridescent, yeah. So the dude we used to drive to the village, bro, and people was mesmerized by this Honda Civic. Really. Cause it was like the only convertible Honda Civic, but the problem is he never had a top. So when it rained, this dude had to rush home. So my so my man Joe, so the, the, one of my bitches I talk about, we used to be in the clubs, and you know, and always with the tank top. And before Jersey Shore was Jersey Shore, and let me tell you something, I was doing this joke before Jersey Shore even came out. I used to talk about on how I, 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 you know the dudes that go out to the clubs. I used to go out to the clubs and see this. They had the muscle shirts, some of them no muscles, pumping day, and then the, 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 fighting. Gel, they had gel on there. Oh, fucking, gel, yeah. gel, the, the hard, that make sure it's hard and stiff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the strobe light just, you know, the strobe light bounce off of them, off, off the gel, off, off the gel. But the way they, they will fight, right? But one thing, they, they don't fight people, they fight air, right? And I used to see that. I said, man, what, what the hell are these people are doing, man? And the songs would come on. And start punching the air. <laughs> How you doing there? Yo, and I'd be like mesmerized back. And they'd be knocking air out. I'm like, man. So, so when I when I do this bit on stage, it's based off of my man Joe. Joel used to kill the air, man, and turn around with his tight jeans. Yeah, that shit. That shit. Especially, you know what I love of, of how you say like where the girl was looking at him, right? And he's standing there, Italian guy, and he's like, "You you, you want to dance? Yeah. Well, come over here. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm not fucking moving. Move it over here. Yo, that shit had me fucking dying. Which is true, cause it, you you want to dance with me? I ain't going over. You freaking come not over. Gro- here. See, here's the thing. I'm Italian, but I never grew up that Italian, like right, like right. a Guido like that. But the funny thing is, I know all them. I seen all them. I seen right. it. So I laugh at that. But it's even like I remember these. They, a lot of these Italian guys, those those muscle type of guys, they had no game whatsoever. Right, right, they would be right. talking to a girl, and they would be Joanne, Lisa, fucking Stan. Whatever the fuck it was, Maria, you know, Marie, they'd be Marie. talking to her. Hey, Maria, get over fucking here. <laughs> right, right, I'll right. bench press you like a Buick, you know, like fucking. They had no, they had no game, you know. Like, like even like one of my friends too to this day. Even the way he talks to his wife or this, I tell him, bro, you got to be more smoother. Right, right like, right. like, you know, this day and age, you don't tell a girl, like, you don't tell a girl, like, like the way, like, I had to learn myself. Right. Like, you know, you go to a girl and you say, like, look, you know, um, 
I would love to take you home and just massage you all night and just mm. kiss all over your body. Right, right. This kid's like, you want to fuck? <laughs> really you know what I mean? Like, what like, the fuck? Like, you know, you, 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 talk. No, just straight you, to the point. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, I respect it, but like, anyway, anyway, back to being on tour, Charlie Murphy. Go ahead. Oh, you talking about Charlie? That's my man. Well, where Charlie, I met Charlie on set. We we were both hired for this independent movie. It was a Cambodian film, and we we joke about this to this day, man. Like, you know, like I haven't seen him in a while, but we well, we see each other, man. We 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 don't we we the two. Black famous dudes in, in in Cambodia. We 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 famous in Cambodia. Really? Because we're the only two black guys in the movie. Oh my god! It was a Cambodian movie. Um, it was a film um, produced by um, Angelina Jolie. It was very independent. You know, it didn't it didn't get legs sure. over here in the U.S. But um, uh, we so I met him on set, and um, this is just before he got Dave Chappelle show because he wasn't even supposed to be a cast member on Dave Chappelle show. We'll be on set. We we be we had you know between takes you know and, and like through breaks and stuff and independent movie you don't got like the big trailers you don't got the um you know the huge catering service because independent movie you know sure sure low budget so you're on a low budget yeah so but so Wait, would you have beef jerkies now ladies what'd you have no nah, so we have we have uh, beef jerkies now ladies like you say <laughs> so they they cater food and so stuff. how how did how did how did Diddy find you so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to that yeah oh so um. Oh, you want me to go back to Diddy? Let me finish Charlie Murphy's story, and then we go to... So, so the trailer for me and Charlie will be in his Escalade. Oh, nice. So, we hanging in his Escalade, me and him, and he, and he tell me all these stories about Eddie. Because Charlie is a, is a 70 degree back belt, if those who don't know. Yes, yes, yep, yep. So, um, so I, I, he was telling me about the story, right? One time that I was... um, That, that him and, and, and... That they was watching Ali Frazier fight in Madison Square Garden. And Charlie had his badass mink coat. And then um, all of a sudden, he's standing. Every time, like, Ali hit Frazier, the crowd goes in an uproar. Mm. So behind him was this dude in a wheelchair and his father, right? So every time they come up in an uproar, that wheelchair dude was mad and kept, like, pulling on Charlie's mick. <laughs> mick <laughs> really? Right? So now, you know, he turned it around and stuff. You know, he turned it around. This story is telling me. So all of a sudden, the dude kept, like, like pulling on the mink. So at one point, the dude in the wheelchair threw a beer at Charlie's mink. He told me, he turned around, he clocked the father out. He clocked the dude in the wheelchair. Really? And I'm, <laughs> and I'm hollering. And Charlie like, yeah, man, that shit was real, man. That shit was, that shit ain't funny. That shit was real. Motherfucker, you know. And Charlie, <laughs> so so I'm, I'm, I used to be bawling out loud because he keep telling me these stories. He'd be on tour with Eddie. And I, and I used to be like, yo, this is some funny shit. So now, cut to, we shoot, this movie last, we shot like maybe almost a, like three weeks to a month. Mm -hmm. So I'm on set like, you know, you know, continuously with him. So at one point he had, um, he tells me that Dave Chappelle wanted him to do some, you know, the show as a guest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he's telling me, yeah, yeah, Dave wanted me to be on this show he got. Called know, the Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. The do, fuck is do, this? Do the real world and shit. I said, let me go do the shit for Dave, you know. And then, so... So as this show was happening and we shooting, they start, you know, you know, then we became friends. We would call each other all the time. This similar situation happened with, with Dave. They shooting scenes of the sketches that's written for Charlie. But they, Charlie's talking to Dave on lunchtime about stories of Eddie Murphy and that day in that era. And what happens, what happens, um, Pete? Those stories, are like, like just how he told me. That he told Dave, and then Dave was—he says it to this day. Dave was 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 brilliant enough to like, you know what? If you make sketches out of this shit, 
And that's how that's how really? Ch- Charlie story, Charlie Charlie Murphy stories, Hollywood true stories began, man. And then now, so the tour stuff happened, man. Like you know, we we was always cool. He always had a guy that tour with him by the name of Freeze, man. Shouts out to my man Freeze. And and then once in a while, you know, because Charlie started to get, you know, he was going, he, he was he was he was always a funny dude like you, but even you know, with storytelling. Okay. So. Like, but he wasn't never really doing stand up. So as he got popular on the Chappelle show, he started working on his stand up. So that's what I'm saying. Like with stand up, you know, you know, you know, he already had the storytelling. He started developing his stand up. So he would go and sell out places, man. And then he would take me on the road with him. You know, I've been with him like in Tennessee. We did Nashville. We did Canada, Vegas, L.A. I even I introduced him to Eddie when he did Norbit because he wrote Norbit. Okay. Okay. And we went to the premiere. So those was, you know, those those, those was good times, man. And you know, and to this day, man, like you know, but we haven't spoken in a while, man, because he's on tour now. Um, but um, but yeah, it's all love. Shouts to Charlie man. Murphy. Yeah, man. Charlie Murphy, my homie. So now, now, well, well first of all, Miss um, Lissa has stepped into the building. Yeah, she's in the okay. building. Shouts out to the to the latest hell yeah. co-host. Yeah, yeah, she's 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 <laughs> <out>. <laughs> The late as hell. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to dock her uh, on her next paycheck. Um, but anyway, Miss Liz is in the building. Okay, <laughs> but but we'll get back to her in a second. Yes, we, we need to Hi. stay hello, with dear. the flow. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My name is you as well. I'm feeling awfully chipper. You t- awfully chipper. You're from London. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, awesome. She's so so she so. Just left the flat. <laughs> Where we <laughs> were was. Um, just finding out, like, um, when Diddy did the Bad Boys of Comedy, yes. how he uh, picked you. How did that happen? So, basically, I used, I used to perform at this comedy club. Like I said, my second my second alma mater. I had, like, a few alma maters in the comedy world. And it was the Laugh Lounge. The Laugh Lounge is located, like I told you about, on, yep. on south of Houston. And um, that was a regular deal. And then some of his people was in, is, were, were, were scouting for the show. And they um, it was a lot of people they was looking at. And then... And then um, um, tapes got out to him and and and, and who they they wanted for the show, and he and he handpicked uh, a few of us, and I was one of them. And one of the very the, the, for that season, one of the only like Latin Latin people on the show, and only Dominican on the show. So it was like I think we, how many we got picked? Like maybe like twenty something. Yeah, you know twenty something. Yo, what ever happened with Bad Boys of Comedy? It was it, I, it was I don't, dope. I liked that. Yeah, shit. It, was, it was a good show. I think that um. You know, Diddy's a very he's 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 a business dude. So he maybe had other business ventures that he was dealing with at the time that he didn't continue to show. But it was a dope show, man. Like you know, it got a lot of it was a lot of yeah, it got a lot of publicity. A lot got of a publicity. Lot. I got like like a lot of people will stop me from the show and, and, and remember um, you from there. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I got tired of Diddy wearing like all them Sean John tracksuits at that time. I was like, yo, <laughs> this motherfucker come out with a burgundy, a fucking a lilac, a periwinkle, man. Come periwinkle. on, you know what I'm saying? That's like, when the velour was popping, though. I did, I, I did love that, but the only thing is, I was smoke at that time. I was smoking, and so <laughs> right. I used to have all burns in my velour. And when is. you get a burn in your velour, yeah, it's, like a, it's like it's like almost like you going to counseling before you get divorced. What the hell are you smoking that you leaning so low and that you got the uh, burn mark you know, in more than one? I mean, you know, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know that you sometimes that powder turns yeah. into a blunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when the powder turns into a blunt. Well, that's that. when you should have switched to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> no, I think he was mixing. But <laughs> even, I think he had a concoction. Well, but even saying that and bringing Miss Lissa, you know, me and Rupert, him and Rupert, me and Rupert know each other for a minute um, and one thing I love is where I grew up Coney Island you always made fun of that fucking thing Coney Island Amusement Park tell them about how much you love about Coney Island oh yeah I used to go to Coney Island Yo, Coney Island to me 
it's classic, first of all. Yeah. I'm from the Bronx. To take a tr- train ride from the Bronx to Coney, my mother used to be like, we go to Coney Island to, to no, we go to Disney World. That's what she used to say. Her <laughs> I said, Disney World. We go to Disney World. Be the last stop. Boom, boom. Yeah. Coney Island. <laughs> Astroland Park. The worst <laughs> amusement park. Why is it, the mo- you know, you know, it's so funny. Yo, dude, let me tell you, you know, you know. Well, I grew up there, yeah. Yo. Actually, you know what? Before you even go into it, I'm going to give a history lesson for people who may not know. Back in the Dizzy, the original Coney Island, my grandfather owned the go-karts. He did? Yeah. Well, Growing yeah. up, um, I mean, I, I think he sold it when I was about 10 years old. So I'm saying he got rid of it when I, probably 1985. Man, you could have. That could have been your inheritance. Yeah, but they. they you know, had, you know how you know how like Jewish people give like buildings and sure, land to sure, their kids. Sure, sure, sure. I so wish you, you could have had go karts in Coney. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. want to go back to Disneyland. I want to know more about that. Well, Disney World. That's what I want to know we about the party. Tell me more. We go to Disney World. Who else was going with you? They we go. Your brothers, your your primo, my brother, my family, the dog, the chihuahua. Everybody, and don't forget to bring the cart. The shopping cart be on the subway. That's right. We bring the shopping cart on the subway. Dominicans, that's the problem. Let me tell you something. Before we even go to Coney Island, we're right there, right by the beach, right by the boardwalk. You motherfucking Dominicans, when you go, you bring everybody to the fucking beach. We're moving to the beach. Moving. The whole house. Why? Because we do that. Latinos do that. It's like an announcement in the morning. Why people? Why people go to the beach? They just take a towel, sun towel, and a book. And sometimes they don't even have a towel. That's right. They just they just uh, we, we're gonna air dry, darling. <laughs> yes, Dominican we need, people. We need our vitamin D for our bodies. Yes, Dominican people, Latino. First of all, I'm including Puerto Ricans in this. Latinos in general. And Mexicans. Okay. Don't drop. Don't drop. No them. Mexicans be working anyway. <laughs> Leave our Mexicans alone. Yes. <laughs> Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, when we go to the beach, we are moving to the beach. We bring a shopping cart, and we try to push that shopping cart in the sand. That shit don't go nowhere. <laughs> Baby stroller coming out. Everything. Yeah, and we got a, we got a, a big-ass king-size sheet yeah. on the sand yeah. with four slippers on each corner holding yeah, yeah. it down. Chancletas. <laughs> that's you? With the chancletas. <laughs> with the chancletas. That's hey, why. That's in case you act up. Don't you know? Because you go deep in that water. Big cash. You come up with the chancletas. <laughs> Yo, even the dog makes it to the fucking. Everybody, beach. the dog go to the beach. Yeah, that's his first. Actually, that's a dog's first time out the whole year. Really? So we've been the dog out once a year. Like a cat. <laughs> With the beach at the beach, and he tied up to the shopping cart. <laughs> and yo, you know, you know, land dogs. You know, like you know, like like you, you, white people. You know, I know because you you. He's I, white. I, I, he's mm-hmm. white. Yeah, he is. He hip hop, but he white. Like you might have yeah, like a, yeah. you might have like a great Dane or a Mastiff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, or, or, okay, or, you or, fuck, go ahead. Or, <laughs> Make your point, go ahead. <laughs> you have pedigree, Alpo. <laughs> what, what we give our dog? Black people dog, Latino dog, we give a dog what we eat. Pork chop, right, spare right. rib. Everything. Everything. He get a heart attack on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we never take the nigga to the vet. We put Vicks Vapor rub on his <laughs> This nigga never go to the vet. <laughs> yo, never. Yo, yo. <laughs> that nigga eat grass. How many siblings do you have? Eight. Okay, so, and you're like the oldest? I'm the oldest. Than, okay. And the shortest. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the sexiest. You here. <laughs> you better throw it. Yeah, yo, I gotta throw say it. it. Throw oh, it in circle. Yeah. Yo, you you don't show niggas sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yo, back to Coney Island. <laughs> One thing I love that you said, because growing up in Coney Island, no, you used to say, Yo, Cyclone. Oh, yo, 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 talk about the Cyclone. Yo, Coney Island is jacked up. You know the shit is messed up. 
We they got br- fixed it. No. Yes, they did. No. It's really hey, nice now. Hey, let me, let me, let me, listen to me. Coney Island, you're fucked up. Okay. You got to bring your own tools to tie up them rocks. That cyclone is shaking. You ever get on that you're, cyclone? That's you're that fucking grass growing out of the metal. <laughs> the metal. Who, who, how the fuck grass is coming out of the metal? <laughs> Yo, it's fucking loose. It's loose. That shit loose as hell. That shit not even start yet and it's loose. <laughs> Yo, you go to merry go round, no horses, just a pole. <laughs> right. <laughs> strippers Perfect. strippers be working here. <laughs> Yo, Coney Island is legendary, man. And shout out not to Coney, Coney Island. Not, I agree with you. They hooked it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's called Luna Park now. Yes. Yeah, they got, a, they got a new road coaster. But, you know, I just feel like Coney Island is like, is like kind of like, oh, almost like come here at your own risk right you know they're not there yet i know they're trying to mm-hmm. be the next disney i heard they're even trying to make a hotel in there but i don't it's it, not going it, it hasn't happened yet no they're trying they were trying to make it like a disneyland i mean they they land with the projects across the street well you know how it goes Listen, we live <laughs> or, in a, we, unless, unless those are not projects those are condominiums uh, pro, those are projects well, isn't condominiums <laughs> named the uh, fancy for projects oh those are up yeah that's right yeah the, 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 yeah yeah you're right i do say that i say um co-op no, no, no. Those are those are uh, those are. Um, I said I'm from the Bronx. We don't have kind of. I said I'm, I'm, I'm from I'm from What's the condominiums kind of called the housing projects. <laughs> <laughs> you you live in the projects? You? No, my 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 parents are from the projects. Oh yeah, so they I still think. live there. No, they don't got well, that my three. dad still does. You got pissy elevators. But he lives on the first floor. Oh, we got prime real estate. There we go. He's got a great view. You know what? You know what I want to get into before before we go because I know you have to leave soon. Um, what I want to get into is old school versus new school, and uh, you know it's funny uh, being that two things I found out uh, a couple of weeks ago and then last week. One was that Nintendo Super Nintendo. It's coming back. I don't know if you know about this. I, I heard about that. Thirty games and one mini and sixty bucks. It's coming back. Not the regular Nintendo, not Super Nintendo. Oh, uh, regular Nintendo. Okay. But still, official. Excite right. Bike. Right. Uh, uh, Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Frogger. Frogger um, Super Mario Brothers. Right. And I also found out this week Donkey Kong. that the last VCR machine is being made last week. That's it. No more VCR machines will be made anymore. Well, I'm mad they still be making them. Like, I know, right? Well, well, <laughs> they don't need it. The manuf- who's the manufacturer making them? Pro- pro- probably fucking uh, uh, Sony or... I, yo, let me tell you something. I'm, you don't realize how old you are until you hear these things. Right. Bro, I'm, I'm, I grew up... When I grew up, my mother had a wired remote on a fucking VCR. Right. I used right. to watch porno. I used to stay right... I had to stay right next to the TV. It was like a two fucking foot fucking right. wire. I used to stay there, jerk off right in front of the TV. I thought it was like... That was my virtuality. You know what I mean? Right, right. But, you know, I think that like... This day and age, it's like... These kids don't really understand how hard it was back in the day growing up. You know, like, even like the Nintendo games, like, we spoke about it. People know right. about it. You even talk about it in some of your comedy. Right. How we used to have to pause, but blow into the blow cartridges into the to get right. the shit to work. Right, right. Or, right. at worst case scenario, put the Q-tip with the alcohol. With the alcohol. What's some of the shit that you appreciated back in the day that these kids don't really have these days? I just, I appreciated the 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 hands-on with each other. For example, street games. For example, we when you when you didn't have no cell phone and your mother yell out the window to come upstairs to eat. When we had like the you know like red light, green light, one, two, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, freeze, manhunt, manhunt. Because we how about were, hide the snake? You ever hide, had that? Hide the stick? Yeah, snake? hide the snake. Let me give him a pause. Give, give, give him a pause. Give him a pause. Nah, man. I used to play hide, hide the, the snake, snake with my with my with my sweethearts back in the day. <laughs> exactly. Yo, when they came out with the glow in the dark condom. 
Man, I used to be running around the house. The next thing you know, you don't see it no more. Where is it? Where is it? Hey, you know, it's in you, girl. It's in you. When that happens, that means that that condom is too big for him, right? For you. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need I... you Dorex. to stop thinking. Dorex. Thinking what, you know what I mean? I use Dorex. You gotta stick to the rivers and the lakes that? that you used to. I couldn't relate to that story. And That's then why I was like, I'm what? Look, I'm I ain't looking never at like... had a condom stuck in me. <laughs> Yeah. Pete, you your, your white side's coming up, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's that baby remote. Um, <laughs> Mama, what's some of the old school stuff that you know that that you remember? For you know, you like know? the beeper. Remember the beeper? You oh know, when, when we, when remember we started, the beeper gum. The beeper gum. I was yeah. a child when beepers came out. I right. didn't have no beeper. But no, I, I had a beeper. We used, to, we, used to, we used to text on a beeper though. You don't need to text. Yeah, one four three. Hello, zero seven seven three four. Turn that bad boy around here. Oh, I, I know how to put. Um, Go to hell. Oh, you knew that one. Yeah, oh. I can do that one. It's like seven, seven, three, oh, you, four, and, two. And you still use that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, I can still do it. She's a bitter. Yeah, you know, I, I never, I never forget this. Girls, angry bitches. Girls used to text me all the time. One four three, on the beeper. Okay. One four three means I love you. Okay. You know, so I knew that. I was like, all right, bitch, I get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all good. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, some of the, like, especially you just listening to your comedy over the years, internets, if, go to YouTube, go to Google, search Ruperto Vanderpool, check out some of his material, go see a show of his. But, you, you, when, I want to go to a show. What are you? Come on, I'm, I'm, this week, um, oh, actually, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Saturday. Saturday. I'll be in Lehman College. Really? Huh? Yes, we'll be in Lehman College performing. Uh, we have a big show up there. Um, come get get tickets. You can get tickets at Brown Paper Bags. That's right. Brown Paper Brown Paper Tickets. Brown Paper Tickets. Brown Paper Tickets. I think that's the doc, dot com. Go there. Check me out. It'll be me, Smokey Suarez, Mark Vieira. We're about to shut him down on Saturday. Um, I'll be at the com. I'm at you. I'm a regular at the comic strip. Well, you're on 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 Instagram and Twitter. RV Comedy. My Instagram and Twitter is RV Comedy. Okay, so I'm yeah, on, so they I'm can they can Insta- stay. They can stay connected to you. Yeah, RV comedy. Go, 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 go. IG me. Well, they can see what you're doing. You know, yeah. you know what I want to know. Have you ever tried to do music? Why do fools fall in love? Why do fools hey. fall? Let me tell you something. I was going to give you that. Frank, let me tell you. Uh, I love it. If you've never seen that movie, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? This is dope. Frank- favorite, a favorite of mine, Not Frankie you Lyman. Could a, you could be a re- like Let a me tell you something. Frankie Lyman. Frankie, Frankie Lyman. Lyman. That Great motherfucker vibe. was fucking everything possible. And yes. when I really found out and Googled and learned about him, he was one ugly motherfucker. And short as hell. But you know who, played, who, who, who did his, his who, who did his, who played his role, man? Lorenz La- Oh, he killed it. Lorenz, yeah. shouts out to Lorenz yeah. Tate, man. He actually, man, Lorenz, I miss him, man, on, on the screen, man. This dude was a bona, he's a bona fide actor, dude. You know, I know yeah. I know he's behind the scenes doing things now, but that did Frankie Lyman story, he, he portrayed that, man. He did that so fucking good. I loved it. I, I, I swear to God, it was a great fucking movie. Right. I really, I really loved it. I think, I, I think I got it from Netflix and I never gave it back. But, you know, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, um... What what many people don't know either is that you were also Queen Latifah. You were in the cookout with Jaru. You played his cousin or something. We played. Oh, it was a sidekick. Me, 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 and Jaru. We, we, you know, according to the storyline, we were boys in 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 in, in elementary school because there's a younger version of me and Jaru's yep. character alongside. And those who remember the movie about a guy that. He was he's a basketball player, made it out the hood, and we knew him from back yes. in the days. And we was like in search of like trying to get down with him and steal sneakers and get him signed 
and we was on a mission to get them done. So, you know, it was me, me Jaru, Queen Latifah, shouts out to the Flavor Unit camp that, you know, put me down in the film. It was so much fun. And Lance Rivera, the director, he's actually got some projects coming up now. Un. So, yeah, it was fun, man. Did that film. Did a few independents, too, after that. TV and, and, stuff. And, and, did did some, like- and, and he also did a... Uh, um- a play, a play uh, Spanish play. You did like 150 on Broadway. 150 no? shows we did on Broadway called La Balberia. It was the, the barber shop in Spanish. But we did a we La did Barbaria. a La Balberia. You got to roll that. So it was arms. like a Latin um, play. La- speaking in Spanish. Yeah, it spoke Spanish, sang in it too. But it was it was a, it was an off Broadway play at a at a major theater house on 50th Street called New World Cinemas. And across from us, we had Avenue Q, the musical, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we had we was in a big um, theater house for you to be lasted. Look at what shows. Look at comedy taking you uh, all over the world, yeah. open up new opportunities for you, yes, sir. keeping you making people <laughs> laugh. I love people who make people laugh. Thank you, brother, and, and, and that's why I, I got love for you. But what, what do I, you enjoy? No, she no, yeah, cause she mentioned something too, because you know the whole acting stuff, man, and it, right. and, and it lends itself, man, mm-hmm. like. They say something like comedians are, you know, certain comedians like Jamie Foxx too, like, you know, like Jim Carrey, like I, I, Martin Lawrence, Martin, right? The the acting, like mm-hmm. we have that Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, that's right. right. So I'm big, I'm big into acting too. So that that to me is my my. That's my love. exactly where I was going. I was gonna ask you like, which one do you enjoy more? Because they do definitely go hand in hand. But I... right, I love, I love, I love. Stand up to me is instant gratification because you're on stage, you get the instant laughs. Mm-hmm. But that it's a the, high. It's a high. But the acting to me, I love too. Like especially if you get a role that you you get to. For example, just give you an example the the role that I did for um um Queen Latifah's role. I played this character called Weezer, and they let me go free range with it. Like you know, I, I made I I made him like a little slow. Like I, I developed the mannerisms of the character to the point that I was acting like this character even offset. In my house, so you become the role. You right. you start. It gives you opportunity to create and, and make. You know, and you you living in somebody else's world. That sometimes makes you go crazy. That's what yeah. happened to Heath Ledger. Keith, I agree. It's and when crazy. and it's funny she said that when I I saw that movie because I was a big Heath Ledger fan and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I love thespians. He was that. Get the uh, thespian going. You said lesbian. Thespian, sir. Oh, okay, man. He, he, yeah, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Next week, he going to use that in a sentence. As a sentence. <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, Keith Led- um, Heath Ledger's form of acting was is called method acting. Mm-hmm. Method acting is when you embody the behavior of mm-hmm. the character. Mm-hmm. He went so deep in that character. I remember when I first saw that movie, um, Batman. I saw it the first day it came out. I, wait, I, I wanted to see it because I was intrigued of his of his persona. It was so big. It was bigger than life. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the film, I said, this is my exact words. You know, I was with my ex at the time. I saw it at the IMAX theater. Like, it was like a five o'clock morning view- showing. It was like, literally came out like a Thursday into Friday. And I said, I said, that dude danced with the devil for that, in that mm. role. He, Cause he was so, he was so into it. You can tell like, and, and to the point, like it, he couldn't, he couldn't sleep. At night, and that's why you know obviously you had to take the med- mm-hmm. um, the prescription prescrip- sure. prescribed medication to, to to try to get sleep, right. and obviously he, right. he overdosed. But when you get that deep in the roles, man, it is is bugged out, man, and and it, and it is fun, but it's also mm-hmm. dangerous if it's sure. that type of it's a dark role. Right? You How do you deal with like with like depression and stuff? Because Pete is always talking about things like that. It's like comedy. Your well, 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 no, it's, it's a great question actually because it's like so many people who make people laugh. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so sad deep inside. Yeah. You know, like, 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 the, like the mask. Yeah, you, you know, you think about even, it. Yeah, like, um, like Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Like, and he's I'm, one of my favorite. I mean, so many people more than him, listen, though. But so many people more than him are, are, are you know, we, we, even, even me. Like, I'm always laughing. I'm jokey. And, but a lot of times, like, I, I speak about it publicly. I, sometimes I get depressed. I don't know why. I just get depressed. I think about life and shit like that. And, yeah. Right, because we, we're human at the end of the day. But comedians... In particular, right. make people laugh, but sometimes right. are hurt inside. And keep right. in mind, too, you may be going through shit. Your right. baby moms may be like, bitch, where the fuck are you? Give me my child support. And you got to go up on the stage and make right. people laugh, but you're going through your own shit. Right, right. And in, in, in a true fact, Robin Williams, I had the opportunity to follow him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like I'm, shadow him? Like come and see, like see his shows? No, and he, like... he, went up, he went up before me, and I went up right after his oh. show. And um, a few times, um, I did a show, um, the last time I saw him, it was maybe like four or five years ago. Um, it was a club, a, a uptown called the Stand-Up Comedy Club. And I'm, I'm Stand-Up New York, I apologize. And he, um, he, he very, you know, I was, I, was, I, was, I was scheduled to go on at a certain time because they give you time slots in the comedy club. Mm-hmm. It was packed house. The, and then the, one of the guys that was was the booker or the, uh, the club, or the, the manager, he's like, hey, Roberto, man, uh, Robin is coming and you have to, we're going to put him before you. Mm. And then I saw the look of some of the comedians' faces. It was like, oh, like it's oh. a hard act to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with me, like going back to my early part of the conversation, you know, like in terms of adjusting, he he came in and he was like the most. Although he was this bigger, like big on stage, high energy, he was an introvert. Like when he when he came in, when he came in, we, we was at the bar by the bar, and he had like this like. Sandwich on like healthy sandwich on rye and and we was talking. They introduced me to egg him. Salad. And, <laughs> he's like he's like egg salad or something. And he was very like shy and 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 so you going up? I said yeah. And then so he went on standing ovation right when he hit the stage because everybody well, right. you know you know sure. yourself. And then and he killed for like almost an hour and got a standing ovation. And I went up after him and I said some line like give it up for my opening act, Robin Williams. The crowd went crazy. <laughs> Cause he opened up for me. Sure, I mean, he opened that's up for classic. Me. He, he opened up for a pro right. handful. <laughs> so, right. and then I got a standing ovation after him. I did twenty five minutes after and got a standing ovation. Of course but you it, did. That's no, but 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 it's but it's not everybody. It's, it's not. But but that's the moment to do that. Right. And 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 you knew what you were up against. And, right. And, and you know, I think that any comedian, you know, it's like when you have your time, you need to crush it. Right. And you need to master your craft. And right. Then, and you know what? Uh, before you do go, um, I do want you to talk about because I always talk about how sneak is and the relationship. I made with people have right. led me to so much more than that. Right. And comedy has done that for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you traveled the world through comedy. You Me met so, so many people through comedy. Mm-hmm. You probably got laid a couple of times through comedy. <laughs> but you also, but you it, also <laughs> became. Oh, asking about some shit like, how many bitches did you fuck? Hey, I see comedy. You thought I see I'm a virgin over here. What's the comedy doing for you? I'm a virgin over here. You're a born again virgin, not Dominican virgin. So check this out. No, no, you met you. You wind up meeting Prince. Yes. Um, like he, like, 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 like Pete said here on on air. Um, I I got the opportunity to perform parts of the world to maybe thirty five out of the fifty states. Performed in Sweden, um, Amsterdam, Holland, Switzerland, and um, and like you said, there there are there are um, there, you get there are privileges of doing stand up. You can make people laugh. They can take you to parts of the world, and even meeting people. Like I mentioned before, I got the got to meet and hang out and the homie Charlie and, and Charlie Murphy and Robin Williams. Robin Williams and, 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 um, 
and the list goes on. Charles George Wallace, which he, George Wallace. he came to one of my shows. Uh, I was headlining in the Carolines, and he was like, he gave he gave me a he gave me like this big like cosign, like man. I'm happy to see people like you doing comedy like that because because I'm a high energy. I don't got no boundaries. I, I go in and I do what I do. So, but just to let me to answer your question too, man. I had the opportunity to meet the, the great late Prince. Prince saw me perform at the, this comedy club in the village some years over, over a decade ago, and um, he was he was married to this lady Maite Garcia at the time, which I, a good friend of mine, mm -hmm. uh, her sister. Yo, Spanish be sticking together, man. Yeah, they do stick together. You know how they are. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. He watches that movie too. Blood and blood out. That's what he watches. Blood and blood out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. None of us talk like that in the East Coast. Hey, oh, So, so. Um, I, I I knew his her sister. She was a stand up comedian. So I heard I heard he was in the in the in the comedy club, but I didn't believe it. So Prince was in the building. Yeah. So you know I just then did he have his own. When he walked in, the smoke come. Nah, he, the he, flew, he floated right in me. He floated right by. <laughs> Probably. We didn't Probably. see him. <laughs> so the bugged out thing is. So I heard he was in the comedy venue, but I didn't believe it. So I just went up. I did my comedy, and I killed that night. And then I'm outside. And showing sure up, like these big ass bouncers come out the comedy club, and his little ass dude, like right behind them, and 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 the the, the bouncers open up like like the Red Sea. <laughs> mm. It is open, and he comes right like behind. Them. I'm like, oh shit, it's Prince, and he comes straight to me. I got in front of the comedy club, and he said, I really enjoyed your act. You you're funny. I'm like. Oh shit! What you gonna say to Prince? I said, I, I, I'm a fan. Like, yeah, you know? sure, sure. <laughs> like, so and then I, I never thought nothing of it. I just kept it like that. I never like, you know, sure. Here's my business card. None yeah. of that shit. I just kept it like. So cut to some months later, I go to this other comedy club that I, I, I used to perform at regularly, and I know the owner. It's called Gotham Comedy Club. I walk in. I'm, I'm, I walk in. It was a Thursday night. It was a big Latin show. They used to do like monthly now, and I'm, I was on a bill. I walk in. And the owner's like, hey, you know it's coming to see you, right? I'm like, nah. And all the staff is looking at me like, <laughs> like, 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 oh, like the, the heavens open. Like, Prince, I said, Prince, I said, oh, shit, I met the, I met the, I met the. What do you mean? He, like, he, he, he called up or something? Yeah, so I'm going to tell you. So they said, I said, he said, yeah, they, they called up. They said that don't put you on state. They, they, they was looking for me throughout the city. They called wow, that's the hot. And they said, don't put you on until they get here. What? So, so they I'm changed like, your time slot, damn. Like, oh, shit. You was on standby. I was like, oh, I'm the nigga tonight. Right. <laughs> I said, hey, waitress, give me a bottle of rosé. Now you got yeah. a rider. <laughs> Bitch, where my chicken wings? Exactly. <laughs> I made my own rider. <laughs> like, so now I'm in the club. Showing sure up, they came in, and yo, the, the show was going on. And they slid him. I'll tell you, Prince was short and his boss was so big. So the audience didn't even know they slid him in. He he goes to the places. You don't know how the hell you get in and get out. Yeah. I'm right? telling you, right. He flies right in that <laughs> like, so Magic like, carpet. He's a wagon. Like, press the button. It's time for me to teleport. <laughs> so now I go on stage. I do like 30 minutes. Kill. His, his boss is laughing. I'm like, oh, shit. So I, I, I get off stage. They exit. The show's still going on. He just came to see me. That's hot. Yeah, and it's like it was like that. That's hot. Yeah, it was like I was like, oh shit. And the dude, uh, he had his shirt open, 
his head, chest hairs was like one like, nip just came through. <laughs> he said one nip. He said the nip. His chest hairs was like perfectly like long. Like, yeah, like, like, like they were they, they they were perm. They, they were, were perm. It was like it was the most amazing down shit. With some <laughs> baby oil. Nah, that was like 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 a like a lawnmower cut that shit like evenly cut. <laughs> And I'm like, this is Prince. He had the he had the he had the cane because you know he had like he had like hip problems. Yeah. And then um, you had a hysterectomy. No, he said hysterectomy. Hysterectomy. Come out of there for you. This dude R.I.P. Here. Now, now <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I give him another pause button. I'm sorry. <laughs> so okay, so, so now we 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 talking, and I'm like, still in. I, I, I said, man, funny show you. I said, thank you, Prince. Thank. And I'm like, and I, and I'm, it was, that's it. Y'all hugged. All that shit is all love, <laughs> and he's the most like the most prettiest dude, man. He like this. I nigga, was waiting for you to go there. The most, for real, like yeah. it, the, the dude is like flawless. So now a lot of bitches with him too. Now he was with his wife at the okay, time. Okay, wife. Okay, and the, you know, and then so they leave. Her prince is crazy. Go ahead, though. I'm sorry. So check this out. So now years later, I get like a random call by a publicist to go to one of his. It would be like that. Yo, they was yo, you was the one. Yeah, yo, on some cool out shit, and then I go to one of his live. Um, he had he had like this private event. Yo, this is how bad Prince is, man. He had this record release um, live album that he had, and it was like exclusive for like a selective of his fans and VIP, right? So maybe like almost like only a hundred people, wow. but it had like maybe thirty to forty VIP people, and the VIP people were people from like American Idol. You had like George Clinton, okay, Doug, Dougie Fresh, I think Aretha, Aretha Franklin, Franklin was, there? was there, I think. One one of those um, no not Rita Franklin Chaka Chaka Khan Chaka Khan you knew I was Shaka okay Khan. that's my Khan. chick so now I'm in VIP right they had a they had us roped up in VIP this nigga is so bad they roped out another section he had VIP within VIP so I'm gonna do the back snap. couched up. He had the VIP, he had the VV, v, like the, the very, v, the very, very, very important the people. <laughs> Shut off, by yeah, important. These are more important. <laughs> so now. All the VIP people are lining up. You know, they're going to meet and greet, you know, Prince. So I'm walking up towards the front of it. I'm like, I'm skipping everybody to try to get his attention and shit. And sure enough, he threw the arms up. <laughs> like, let Hold him me. in. Let him in. So I'm sitting down on the couch like this. He's next to me on the right side. I'm in the side. And people coming, like, greeting like greeting them. And everybody, who the fuck is this dude? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we talking. I'm like, so we perform. I'm in Mass Square Garden tomorrow because... I used to be a big um, a favorite with the Latin radio station at the time, La Mega. And oh, ninety seven point nine. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the people that was the, Esta loca, dale huevo. Okay, my bad. Uh, uh, another, wife was Latin. Uh, that's what it is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, so. my bad, my bad, my bad. He's I'm starting, he's starting connect, to communicate. He's starting <laughs> to do things. It's, it's like I'm sorry. riding Shut. the bike. It's like he's remembering things now. So now we we there. So then, so the the Latin radio station will have me. Dude, they, they they were so big in the, at the time that they beat Howard Stern's rating. And we used to do shows at, at the Masquerade Garden Theater, sold out. And then, so I told Prince, I'm going to be there tomorrow. He said, man, I got to fly out. I said, ah, so, and then I won't see him for another few years. And then I was in Vegas with Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And we went to see him in concert, showed That's me dope. mad love. And and Charlie knew Prince had love for me too. So and then, and then, 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 then ultimately he, he flew me out. I get a call from my manager at the time. He, he, I was I had out on a show in, in Philly. And he said, yo, guess what? Prince assistant just called me that they want you to f- fly out some secret location to perform. <laughs> oh, shit, you location. went to Illuminati party? <laughs> you are... <laughs> You said the secret, the secret, the secret jam with the secret. Wait, wait, where was this at his house? Don't let me laugh at that one. I was funny. 
Yo, I love when a, a comedian gets to laugh. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's actually called me out of left field. I'm left-handed. That's what I'm talking about. I love so, my lefties. Hello. So now, so they flew me f- so, first so to class. his house? Yeah. Mansion. Mansion, L.A. Really? It put me up in a boutique hotel. For what? What's it, what type of joint? It was a. It was he can't a tell post. you. It can't tell you. No, no, no. Just tell me. He's telling me. He's about to tell. He's about to tell. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. So now, yo, yo, you, yo, this thing is so dope. Yo, it's, I love his mystique, man. Yo, his mystique is crazy. So now I get to my place. I got my car. They got me a car for me. I got. I'm on. A, I'm in a boutique hotel, West Hollywood. The day of, I was there for two, three days. The day of, they call me and say, "Hey." You're going to go to such and such. You're going to do this, this, and that. And then, <laughs> then go to, in the hills of Beverly Hills, yo, at the gate. I'm at this gate. I go in the gate. My name in there. And then I go to I go to, to follow the directions to go to this this mansion, a $50 million mansion. This, wow. The, the doors, so the gates with his symbols. And I get there before the joint. With the, 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 what it was, they wanted me. was early. I was early. They wanted me there early. They wanted me to get there early. Because what it was, they wanted me to perform. It was a post Oscar party. Oh, okay, okay. Three hundred A listers was God invited. Damn. So he wanted you to do. He wanted comedy. me to do comedy. Yeah. So I'm in the house, and I'm, I'm I get the mad early. So I talk to his assistant. He had like two assistants, and I walk into the house. I sneak into different parts of the crib. I said, "Oh, this is some badass shit. Right. Piano, Prince symbol." The the pool, the long ass pool, all purpled out color with the principle with the yo, the joke was sick. Crazy. Bedroom all white carpeting. Yeah, no, did like he have that. any of those did he have any of those swings with the penis on top hey, of his room? What? This dude here. What? No 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 no, 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 no. I just always imagine that about no, Prince that he, you that he had Prince? No, that he had some girl like sitting no. on the swing. Now he had him a girl. That was that now you was religious, man. Okay, this my, my man like that. I'm sorry, rest in peace. I, I love Prince. I love so, him. So so now I'm I'm in the crib, so I finally he finally we see each other, we talking. And now he, she walks me through the crib. I'm like, man, the theater room and all. I say, oh, I'm, I'm thinking for you to perform down here. Like, I say, I think we should. I should host a show. <laughs> Yo, I fucked with you. Are you a Leo or Capricorn? Uh, I'm Aquarius. Oh God, <laughs> so you oh, missed it. God. You missed it. You missed that one. <laughs> no, because a Leo and Aquarius are yin and a yang, so they're very similar. Yeah, we, so we, so we, go ahead. Hit it. We, 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 she he making she. business deals. You know what I should do? Host this whole thing. I did some interior decorating when I was looking in your house. I'm gonna charge you for that too. Done. <laughs> No, so I wound up hosting the the, the, the event, and um, I had he had an opening act, some acapella group from from Vegas. That was dope. And yo, three hundred a listers. Yeah, even Lagoria Forest Whitaker, Spike Lee. Uh, he jammed sessions with um, uh, Stevie Wonder. What? John Legend was there. Wow. Yo, it was crazy. I was like one of those. It was the most sur- I, I, like I've been around mass celebrities, sure. but this night for me was like the most surrealist. Shit ever, cause it felt like I was in time, like in the sixties, and I felt like it was the Beatles, right. Marilyn Monroe, mm. like it was one of them, like surreal, like. And he got on stage like one o'clock in the morning, and the people was like going crazy, like going crazy. And at the same time, I was because I introduced them, you know, I was messing with the audience. I was snapping on people. Brett Ratner, the director mm. of Rush Hour, I was sure, going sure. in on people. Chris Tucker was there. And then I was like, yo, this is, but I'm hosting this fucking party. Wow. And then um, he, he jammed for like three hours. And wow. yo, Prince performance is, is so on some other level shit. Your hair stand up when he, sure, when, sure. He, when, he would, when he would perform. Like his, his, his genius is like his, 
with some extraterrestrial way of of, yeah. of, of, yeah. of 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 and he was jamming. He would jump on the piano with Stevie. He had Dougie Fresh come up, beatbox while he's playing with the piano. He had his drummers. And he was big into females, like, performing with him. They had, like, these right. twin dancers, drummers that were, that were female as well. And it was one of those things, man. And then it stopped there, man. And then I got invited back to perform on some private show in his, in his theater for, like, 30 people. And were you at the funeral? No, nah, I didn't go to the funeral. I was. It was nah, I didn't get to go to the funeral, though. That was one thing, though. But oh, rest in peace to but, Prince. Yeah, but I, 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 I want to say, man, I, I was, I'm blessed to encounter his, his presence, his genius, and it was, there's no one like him for me on, on earth that that that, that does, did what he did, and also he was he was about he was about pro blackness, women empowerment, women like empowerment. he was about empowerment, and he was a he was a respectable dude. I mean, what I meant, he was a mystique dude in the sense of how he didn't allow the business and he, he shared that with me too not, don't let don't, the business not to you know because the business the business is It'll a monster and if, if it will consume you and that's why he was so a rebel and 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 unique and yeah I, you know i it was there's, there's wor no words can explain on sure. his encounter so i i'm grateful to being around that presence uh my his presence and 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 um and I get and I get I get things around him nowadays too. Like you're reminding me of him and 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 and, and that's all dope. Yeah, yeah. So it's love. Well, it's it's, love. it's great that he you know he noticed you and and that you formed a relationship and mm -hmm. you just never know. And and that's right. what's so dope about this world we live in. Like mm -hmm. the relationships you build, you just never know. You know, uh, just uh, one or two last things I want to go before you go. Um, you know, um, comedy has taken you around the world. I mean, what's is that Prince thing or other thing? What's some of your most memorable moments? Um, memorable. Um, um, in terms of with comedy, just in general, in general, just, uh, skydiving. Uh. <laughs> but wait, wait, actually, wait, but Scott, but wait, wait, wait. You know, now that you say that, now that you say that, you, I heard you tell me before that that comedy is stand up is the all time high. Yeah, that is. You know, a super, super high. And mm -hmm. there was somebody that told you before, nah, skydiving right. is the all-time high. And then you went skydiving. Yep. And you said, you know what? I'm going to stick with this stand-up. Yeah. Why you is know, that? Um, I'm, I had, I had a, a comedian buddy of mine told me, yo, he said, yo, man, you, you got you to skydive. Life-changing experience. And I did it. I you, you jumped out of 10,000 feet plane. Mm -mm. I mean, plane 10,000 feet. And, you know, you pulled the shoot at 5,000 feet, you know, and and... You know, it it was it was it was dope. Do you have the video? Yeah, I got the video. That's yeah. What you need. Don't do is it in Spanish? Yeah. It was, it's only Spanish. <laughs> no, it was, Yo, it shout was, out to Telemundo. He's, he's still yelling stupid. in Spanish. <laughs> Adios, mio. First of all, my color ain't on Telemundo. Well, let me, let me about, ask you something. And, ask you. and I'm fighting for that. Do you have cable vision? Wait, there's there's, nah, there's in, barriers the within within. Nah, I, I don't I don't want to say there's barriers, but you know we we know that the um. The whole, they're, 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 they're setbacks. They're not setbacks. They're, they're, you know, you know, the Spanish networks are, are, are setback in terms of like right. having people of color that are, that are, you know, especially like you have novelas that, you know, you know, it, it reminds me of what, what we dealt with here in the, in the fifties and the forties. You still know. dealing with it. Yeah. Especially like it's Latin all you America. See on TV and even with us, like, yeah. it's all about the new black. Right. Like when you look at a TV, you don't see like a traditional, like Aunt Viv, like the first right. or like a, everyone now looks like the new Aunt Viv, like right. the light skin. Sh shout out to, sh woman. shout out to Aunt Viv, most definitely. But what I want to know is, Ruperto, I want to know this for sure. Okay. I never, ever 
press the SAP button on my cable. Have you? Never. Okay. I just want. I just want to make sure. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Button? You know what? Uh, SAP button. Oh. Listen, me. And you, we're gonna go to a break soon. Um, I got one more thing for Roberto, and we got to get him out of here. And where then, you going? And then he's, he's, he's got a show to go to. And, where? And I need to talk I'm, to you I'm and a, find out where the hell you were. That's what I need to find out. Hold on. <laughs> I'm all over the place. You. I got a show tonight in Queens. We're going to have to follow you. With the Jamaican people, my like, youth. Buckshot. Hold on, hold on. The oh. man, they mash up the place. Oh, you know. Got to dub on them, man, rub on them. Bad man, pull up. Oh, I was on Sean Paul video back in the day, too. You're too lit. It seems like you the have a lot man. of highs. Like, how do you deal with, like... Like bombing, like do you ever bomb? Is that something that? Because they say every if, comedian, if, but it feels like every, all of your stories are well, you just smashing. If, if you was here, have the yeah, yeah, first have, half yeah. If you weren't late, you, <laughs> if you weren't late, you would have heard about those bombing oh, stories. Oh, okay, well then, <laughs> that was what you got. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Listen, it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. They told me you was black. I thought I was on time. Like, I had the CP. <laughs> Yo, I'm a half Latino, so yeah. Roberto, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. What I want to know is before you go, okay, um, who are some of your favorite comedians? That, are, that people should look out for now. And then also, who were some of your favorite comedians of all time? Well, let's, start, know, let's start with all time. You know, I'm going to go with all time. Well, you know, classically, every, every you know, comedian's comedian and the godfather of... of, of Pryor? Pryor, of course, Richard Pryor. That's where I was going to go. Pryor um, took social commentary and, 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 and made it, you know, especially, especially like being black in America... And how he flipped it with, you know, like real characters from his neighborhood. And so, yeah, Pryor, everybody, you know, loves Pryor. You know, before Pryor was Lenny Bruce that, you know, talked about, you know, like social commentary and Dick Gregory. And, and those are communities that um, opened up that door for Pryor to do what he did um, on a national and a worldly level. And then you have um, George Carlin. George Carlin was also mm-hmm. great. Um how you about know, Andrew Dice Clay? Were you a fan of I him? I don't like uh, no bitches. Like, you ain't even Lisa Lampanelli, that fucking swat. You, 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 yeah. you didn't give me a chance. Wanda Sykes, I, I like Wanda. I like Wanda Sykes. Wanda, Wanda, but, yo, the I only thing I like Wanda. about Wanda Sykes is she always mad, man. Always, she's like one of those girls that, like, even when you fucking her, she's mad. You know what I mean? She's nah, like, Wanda's funny. Come nah, Wanda's funny. I know Wanda back in the days, man, for when her name was Wanda Sykes Hall. Wanda, Wanda was always funny to me. Wanda um, for a female, for for female's perspective, leave my Wanda alone. <laughs> I like Wanda. Yeah. Um. Um. Believe it or not, I I I like Damon Wayans. Really? Damon Wayans. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Um. Damon, to me, um, in terms of I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm big on characters and and character acting and definitely doing different voices and and stuff. David. I mean Damon. Had for me, I saw his last show. He did an hour, like uh, maybe like two, like a year and a half ago. I saw him in Carolines. I just happened to stop by because um, um, I used to I used to headline there a lot too. So um, Damon, I see me check Damon. I see Damon a long time, and he put, he did a whole new hour. And um, Damon went through a transition of him getting like I think this rare form of diabetes, and he had to change his whole diet from like become straight vegan. And and Keenan, his older brother's vegan. So his him him having a, this eating lifestyle, he had to change due to his health, and he spoke on that. Spoke about midlife crisis. Spoke about stuff that that is real. And 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 when he when he hit them jokes, man, I was really impressed with with. And he and to me, Damon has maybe like six to seven hours of stand up, which to develop an hour is one of the hardest things. Right. You know. And um, Damon, for me, I like Damon. 
Um, Chris Rock is funny too. I like Chris Rock. Chris Rock, in terms of political humor and, and um, going to the edge, and I've and I followed him a few times too. I wanted to put that there. Um, what about Martin Lawrence? Martin, to me, I like Martin more as an actor. Right. You know what I mean? I think he's funny to me as a comedic actor. Old Martin, like, you know, you so crazy, you know. Actually, I, I like, I enjoyed Martin's first, I don't know if you remember this, Martin's first half hour special he did. When, yeah. he, when he just got Def Jam, he was the host of Def Jam. He had a first half hour special he did. The HBO will give will have a few people do the half hour special. And he did this bit about the fly and 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 and, and, and um the whole like uh the ham sandwich thing. Martin Martin's a funny motherfucker. Yeah, he's what a about, funny dude. What about I was asking before, but what about Andrew Dice Clay? Did you like him? Andrew Dice Clay. Um, I think he was funny, but a little gimmicky funny. What about Sam Kinison? Sam Kinison was raw. He was funny. Very loud. Very loud, raw. That's what I'm saying. It was raw. What about Gary Shanwin? Did you even like somebody like that? Gary was funny. Yeah, I like I like Gary. I used to like also um this dude named uh Wal. Hold on a second. Oh, sure. He died. He had Dennis Dennis Warburg. Mm. I think Dennis Warburg. I forgot his last name. He died. He had he had big popping eyes. And I, believe it or not, I used to like too. I used to like all types of genre. How about like Sinbad? Sinbad was funny because he was clean. Yo, honestly, for me, my comedy style, people I love, and and I'm going to give you quickly, people I love, Andrew Dice Clay, Eddie Murphy, uh, Red Red Fox, Martin, um, 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 Ruperto Vanderpool. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, definitely. No, 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 I'm Prince now. Now I'm sending you out. I'm calling. Don't put him George on the track. Get there. I'm be a little late. George Carlin. George <laughs> he Carlin. He know me. No, nah, but it, it, those right. are people I love. Are, are there anybody new that we should look out for? Up and comers now. Um, um. I mean, no. I like I like this yo, this kid, man. He, I like this kid named Nori Davis. Mm. Nori, Nori, Nori. I like I like Damien Lemon. Lemon yeah, yeah, that's a homie. That's a homie. Yeah, I like I like Damien. Damien. I'm I, I'm gonna have him on here soon. Yeah, I'm gonna have him on here like soon. Most definitely. That's the homie. Who Who else I like in terms of young and up and coming? Um, Premium Pete. Premium Pete will be starting to stand up career. Yeah, tomorrow. please. I'm always I'm always <laughs> saying that. I'm I'm just doing what the fuck I do. I'm, I'm gonna break him over. I'm gonna, Shout- the, I'm gonna put the pause button on that. But I'm, I'm gonna break you to the, I'm bring to the comic. Good. Club. I told him just to go dive in. Well, go yeah, good pause on that. On, on that. <laughs> Shout out to the Plantano Ranger. You know what I wow, mean? Wow, Yo, who's the Plantano Ranger? That was my old joke. That was my when I first started comedy. Like I used to do a joke. You see. When I started comedy, my pioneering, what people call pioneering now, the Dominican American experience, I used, you know, I used to touch on like like stuff. On, I used to be in an Uptown Comedy Club. Uptown Comedy Club was like a little mini school of comedy, in terms of having, um, you know, Tracy Morgan started there, um, JB Smooth, um, um, and we we had it was like it was like a group of us, and in order to pass this Uptown, you had to be passed like three times. I mean, one time a week, three times by the audience. But in the late Monterey Ivy used to be the host of this show mm-hmm. called Snaps mm-hmm. on HBO. Well, anyway, Uptown Comedy Club gave me that platform to be open with me being Dominican. Because at first I was never do, talking about my culture. And then I, I started talking about, like, platanos. Because we big on plantain, plantains, which we call in Spanish, platanos. So at the time, Power Rangers was really big. And I would be, I, I remember doing, doing a bit about, like, my mom's. It was it was it was Halloween. I'd be like, "Yo, ma, I want to be Power Rangers for Halloween." 
And she goes, and she goes, no, you're not going to be no Power Rangers. And she started sewing up planting peels. You guys going to be the Platinum Rangers. <laughs> and then I, and I did a whole bit on the whole Platinum Rangers. Yo, like, yo, the, the way go, go, Platinum Rangers. And I was like, I wanted to be the blue one. She goes, no, you're only going to be green or yellow. You pick a color. <laughs> So I was, I was I was my early bits in the night the mid the yo, late 90s. Yeah, yo, your mother, yo, the whole, there's so much stories about your mother. We'll yeah. get to another time, but yeah. yo, yo, the way you used to say your mother was La Bamba, baby. Yo. Oh, my mom's. Yo, real your shit. mom's, yo, yo. <laughs> my mom's a character. Yeah, yo, yeah. Did you ever work with John Leguizamo? John knows me. I did. I never really worked with him, but right. John did one of my comedy shows back in the days, and you know, y'all know who I am. I never, it's I like never. a like uh, kind of like a tension amongst the the. It's kind of like rapping, like yeah, all kind of like nah. He know who I am, no. He know me. No, I, I, like, I, 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 it's no tension. I just say that because cause John John not a stand up comedian. He's a hell of he's a he's a he's a he's a dope ass dope actor. actor he's a, yeah. And then he he's known for, to do a lot of one person shows, which was similar with people. You know, he would incorporate humor. So people take it like as a, but it's different. Well, you know, it's more it's, it's, it's theater versus a stand up comedy. You doing stand up comedy, you you have a mic in front of you, right. and, you and you and you get and, you, and you're telling jokes. But um, John, 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 for example, John has. Um, you know, he's he's in, in his world. Like you know, I, I met him before. You know, he 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 had an opportunity to do a show like what Keenan did at the time. It was called House of Bugging. You know, and then you know, you know, John does his own thing. You know, I, I don't, you know, he's he's not in the stand-up world, so it's not like I, right. you know, I you know, I can say he's a bona fide stand-up comedian, but you know, he's respected as a as a dope actor. Sure, you know? true. Shout out, sh- sh- shout out to him. You know, yeah, most yeah. definitely, he's not Dominican though. But yeah, uh, I tell you one Colombian, thing, I mean, he's, he's all Latino. Dominican. We all, yeah, you know, we got we got to yeah, stop. We got to stop this. Do we got to stop this? Um, this Preach. Oh, you say you said this is called this is called divide and conquer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. Cause we we all got I I got cultural pride, but I I I see myself I I am Dominican, but I see myself as a stand up comedian through the world. And when I when I go to places, I come you know my comedy applies for everybody. I try to do comedy for everyone, and what I do is I try not to to. To, to segregate oh you from here you from there cause you, and that, that creates segregation you know what's funny with white people white people you can say hey you just white yeah you're German you're you're Russian you're you're you're, you're. so there's no there's no really like segregation within the, the white community right. but it becomes segregation becomes amongst the Latino and the black community and it based off of that gentrific I mean that um divide and conquer so we need to stop that you embrace where you come from yeah. I, I embrace it hey listen I'm, I'm also, I, I know I've been to many uh, 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 shows of yours, and the Dominicans come strong. You know, they 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 like you know they're, they're happy that one of their own is up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, they, pause, they... but they're happy that one of their motherfuckers <laughs> is up to doing the thing. Anyway, you yeah, know, no, that's love. No, that's love. That's oh. different. You know, we support like like a boxer. Like when Rocky came out, you know, the sure. guy, hey, fucking Rocco, like Eddie Murphy, hey, Rocky, Rocco, yeah. give me a fucking <laughs> bear juice. Oh, no, 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 it's uh, Rocky. Rocky is classic. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful movie. movie but man. you know what? It's funny because as we're escorting you out to another show because this is what you do. Yes, you move, sir. you on that grind, you on that hustle. Yes, sir. I want to thank you for definitely, you know, coming to the Premium Peach Show. I had a great um, time. Thank you for having me. Now, most definitely, and I do want to say, internets, uh, he, he's on the internets, RV Comedy on Twitter or Instagram. Hit him up. Uh, see if you can see his show. Trust me, he's a funny motherfucker. I know him for a minute and I appreciate you. That's why I mm-hmm. wanted to have you up here because one, thank not you. only are you funny, I love to laugh. Mm-hmm. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. Also, yo, even, what, listen, one of my birthday parties, he performed 
perform in one of my birthday parties. That's like, so dumb. yo, That's right. like, 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 I know he was like, what do you want me to do? Like, you want me to fucking <laughs> tell jokes? Prince, you know, <laughs> and now, nah, yo, I really appreciate your friendship, man, <laughs> over love. the years. And it's funny because we haven't seen each other in years. I know, but man. I like our friendship because it's like kind of like you we know, we see each other in years, <laughs> but we feel like we picked off where we left off. That's Most a definitely. real friendship. Yeah, it's like that's real. Like you know, it's funny. I I was walking. Um, the other day I was having some sushi because I'm bougie like that sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I see you. Know, it's okay. Not gas yeah. station sushi. No, this is real sushi. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Talk to me. Shout out to my people, Kuzon on ninety four. Ah, that's cool. I got it. Got it. I'm Suzanne. Thank you. I had to give him a shout out. Anyway, <laughs> um, so basically what I do when I was walking, I had my earphones on. I get, I get, I got the horn buzzing, and I'm like, oh, another fan is love. But I, right now I'm on my focusing mode. So now I look around and it's this dude that I recognized from my old hood. And the funny thing is, we knew a guy in common, and now this dude that I knew, my man was, the, was Sean Warner. This dude, when I growing up, we, he was the funniest dude amongst amongst, okay. amongst us. And then my man Stack, I was like, yo, and I look at him, I said, oh, shit. I haven't seen the dude in 30 years. Mm. But when he came out the truck, he was like, man, yo, I said, you was the least funniest out of the group, and you the mother F, you the mother F on TV. <laughs> but my point is, I didn't see this dude in 30 years, but he's from my neighborhood, my old neighborhood I was raised in, and it felt like it, it was like yesterday. So when you when you have connection with people that you've sure. been around. Relationship, you know, that's why being real, you know, yeah, being authentic, exactly. being organic, being yourself. Exactly. Lasts forever. Real talk. Being yourself, lasts last forever. forever. Quote, that on, quote that on Twitter. Being yourself, lasts forever. Premium Pete show right here with Proto Yo. Vanderpool, RV Comedy, Twitter, and Instagram, Yo, y'all. Before we before we go, I want to say a couple of things in Spanish because I feel like all these years I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. So I need to say a couple of things, and you need to tell me what the fuck they are. Right. Okay, yeah. uh, bendejo. That means sucker. But sucker. Yeah. Sucker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about oh, yeah, uh, bendejo? Like like like. What about what about manicon? Right. What about manicon? Hey boo. Like, oh oh oh. oh. <laughs> but that's that's like sugar like, in the, the tank. No 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 no. But manicon. You see, when you say that, it, it's it's almost like. A, a, a condescending way of calling the gay person okay. like the N word. Oh, example. really? The F word. What about yeah, yeah. Like, puto, like for example, puto. like you fag. Like that's like the equivalent of you, if, yeah. if you say that. You know. What oh, I'm also puto means gay. No, no puto you want means, to more, no, no. Is, is like. Hey, hey, I'm talking to the Spanish person, not the black person. <laughs> well, that's your she... problem. That's it. That's your thing. You can <laughs> no. say in your little no, box no. if you want to. <laughs> Me, I'm multicultural. But she's going to run. That's my point. That's my point. She's going to run. Embrace it. I love. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I, I need to know. What about what about Monito? Monito. Hold on. Before, let's go with the puto first. Puto. Because you said puto. Puto. Just means a, a male whore, a whore. Okay. Because, like, you know, puta is the female of a male whore, and the puto means... But it depends how you say it. It's all about your, in, your, your, your intonation on it. For example, I mean, I said puto. Like, look at that. Look at that playboy. Like, look at that little, oh, okay, you know, okay. that little male slut. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, what about if you're mad? <laughs> you know? <laughs> how do you say if you're mad, like, as Spanish? Well, it depends. Like, each Latin country uses it, a different, use it differently. Okay. Like, but if you're mad, like... No, I want you to say it, because I don't like to curse uh, you. Uh, puto. Now you, you you didn't say what, like you mad. Uh, well, when I hear the Spanish people say, I say ah puto man. That's how they say ah puto man. <laughs> Once again with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the Mexican references. Right? Well, I don't know. How to... <laughs> Orale puto. That's it. Well, <laughs> pendejo, manicón, uh, uh, chupa mi bicho. Oh, oh, wow. oh, pause. I'm telling you. Double pause, triple this pause. One? What does that mean? What does that mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, it got to be ant because ding me right. <laughs> okay. Ant. 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 
<laughs> what, what does that X, mean? Three X's. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> nothing with the beach. Oh, beach. I know beach means penis. Yo, but that's so easy, though. Why, why you want to learn all the curse words, bro? No, no, no. Listen, anybody who's not a certain nationality only knows always the curse words. Yeah, but Th- you, think about but, it. But you already know all the curse words already. I do, but I, sometimes I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I know more than so I just wanted to word. ask an official. Dominicano, a black Tino, uh, undercover superhero. See, we don't really use that word. That. Puerto, Puerto Ricans use that word more. What? Really? That word. Shout out to Rina. Which yeah. word? Uh, uh, that, that word. Uh, Chupa Bicho? No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying it. Okay, okay. Talking? Whoa, you get another you pause. Say it? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Internet, uh, let him go off uh, to his show. I'm so and... sorry I was late, guys. No, 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 you, but no, you, no, but no. you made pleasure. my day. You made my day. You came late, but it was, it was, it was well worth yeah, the wait. Yeah, you know. Well, hey, listen, if you work on the clitoris that month, she'll come. Even though she'll come oh, late, oh, but she'll yeah. come. He's, he's, on a, he's on a roll. He's I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking all your money. Internets. Internets. Roberto Vanderpool. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come right back with I Don't Trust People. We'll find Thank out you. why Miss Lissett wasn't here. Yes, we and maybe will. we'll uh, end it off with, a, with some bars. Uh, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. Internets, you listen to the Premium Pete Show with Miss Lissett Knows. Ow. We'll be right back. Thank Cheer. Cheer. Internets. We want to know it's real. So you well, you know how you got to know it's real, Miss Listen? How? By fucking subscribing. Hello. Leaving a comment. Put it down. Sharing. You know where to put it. Telling a friend to tell a friend. Whisper it in their ear hole. That the Premium Pete Show featuring Miss Listen Knows. Keep this coming. It's out here. Listen, giving y'all a fucking diversity. A diversified fucking content. You know, uh... We bring in all different styles. Man. Everything you need. Yeah, man. Stop fucking around. It's the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Yeah, we like the old school Brooklyn house where I had the tattoo shop, the jewelry, the porn shop, not P-O-R-N. And you got the girl in the back doing the hair. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. raising the baby. And the cell phone store. Hello. Yeah, you know, listen, we're we going to tra- get And we trade today. in your food stamps. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. And we don't even need the, 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 the real shit. We do the EBT card. Hello. Not a problem. Okay, and if we're a cell phone company, we get you approved today. You walk out with a new number. We ain't worried about that. <laughs> we T-Mobile, nigga. We don't care. T-Mobile sucks. <laughs> AT&T sucks. Verizon sucks. But we don't. So you make sure that you subscribe to the Premium Peace Show featuring yours truly, Beyonce, uh, a.k.a. Miss Listen Knows. Ow. Chit-chit. Ow. Okay, and we're back. Internet, I'll tell you one thing. I really enjoyed... Mr. Ruperto Vanderpool's joining us, and I'm glad that even though you you were late, you on color people time. Well, not color people time. Uh, you were. Can just, he say that though? That, no, because that was no, wrong. That was wrong not, to say you're, that. You're not allowed to say it. That was you, wrong. You he, could think it. Maybe you could say CP. I don't think. You yeah, color. yeah, yeah. You know what? You, you were you were just late. And can you can you <laughs> let me know why the fuck you were late? I don't even know what happened. Okay, so the one thing that we cannot make up on internet is sleep so but you overslept yeah so i've been like having late nights early mornings i've been going for runs i've I've been doing a lot of things and it's not an excuse i literally died like i one minute i was like brainstorming like some ideas for like some web shit i'm trying to do and then the next thing you know i woke up and it was 8 15 like i don't even understand. Did, did you even my wake up like worried? No. Yes. I. This is why I'm here with my thug misses scarf because I took my you, hair for 
maintenance and curling. So I dropped it off because that's the thing about being a Wiggy out, Wiggy small. I'll be honest with you. I can, you know, just take her off and go do some things, which is what I did. I took it off and I went to go do some things. And then I got home and died and I didn't even go pick it up. Man, whatever. I'll be honest. Yo, when you walked in the studio, I thought you were in the IRE. I swear to God, I was like, what the fuck is going on with this girl, man? Yeah, you know Indiari? I know who that is, but why have to be her? Well, anyway, listen. First of all, she has locks. That's the problem number one. Mm -hmm. She has locks. So what are you talking about? Why I got to be her? Because I'm black and I have, like, my earrings on. No, no, no. No. And I couldn't be Erica Badu. Well, you could be that too, okay? No problem. But you know what? But I'm sorry. What I want to talk about is this. Internet, I told you last week, Miss Alyssa told you last week, we have a new segment called Ask Pete. How you get involved is you email Show at gmail.com. Whatever you're going through, we already spoke about it. They call me the internet therapist. Sometimes I be dropping gems on people. You know I'm zero filter, heartfelt, but gem dropping, burnout motherfucker. But if you're whatever you're going through, you know I've been through so many things. Been up, been down, been sideways, you know, been married, been divorced, single parent, you know, family guy, you know, uh, uh, businesses, running around different things, different people, whatever you're going through, whatever advice you need, whatever, like I said, even if it's a woman thing, Miss Lissa, you bleeding through your fucking tampon I told you last week. Hit her up, let her know. Yo, how can I lower this period bleeding, man? Do I take Motrin? (laughs) What do I do? So we'll read it out on the next Premium P Show episode. So, Internet, again, ask Pete. Uh, put that in the subject of the email. The Premium P Show. Don't be embarrassed. We ain't going to fucking put everything out there. Uh, send it to us. What do we got this week? We got people that uh, submitted, right? Yeah, so our first submission is, uh, like I told you guys, we, well, we will not expose your name, so I'm not going to say your name. So, dear Pete and Lissa, I met this guy on a dating site called Soul Swipe. We've been talking for about three weeks and had our first date a couple of weeks ago. Dinner was good, but the conversation in person was horrible. Not to mention, he was on his phone half of the time, which is rude. He asked me out on another date, and I told him I would get back to him. Should I give it another try or cut him loose? Um, I personally think you should give him another try. You know, who knows how this girl was acting, to be honest with you. You blaming her? No, I'm going to be honest with you. Because sometimes when a girl be like, like, if a guy goes out on a date, and especially if he's paying for it and she's ordering coconut shrimp, and you could tell that she ain't giving up the pussy, he's looking in his phone because, you know, maybe he's DMing some or texting some bitch that he knows he's going to get the pussy. Let me tell you something. Sometimes, uh, guys, you got to be easy with it. I think she should give another try too, girl, because you don't like free meals. Yeah, no, no, no. What's the problem? It's not, you go out, girl, and you let him get on his phone, and you get on yours, and that's okay. No, put your phones away and get to know each other. Yeah, I'm just joking. There's a great game that, that you guys can play where you put your phones in the middle of the table, and whoever grabs their phone Pays first. Pays the bill? Yes. Yeah. That's bad. And you, girl, you let that phone rest. Yeah. Let that phone rest. And if he pick it up, he was going to pay for it. Anyway. I, I got a feeling. I don't want to judge this girl who's sending this email. Uh, but I, I, I got a feeling that she was playing hard to get. She wasn't thinking about giving no head or no pussy. And this guy just had to get up in his phone. And listen, uh, uh, you know. But is that bad? Like, do we have to give up the box? Like, No, 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 no. But, like, you don't have to, like, you know, put rules out there. You know, I told you, when I met Low Key Nat, man, she had too many rules. I had to get rid of her. 
for like no, I I stayed away from her for like a month. Like she was like, meet me at the beach, uh, B thirty two. Bring your own lunch and cooler, and bring your chair and a blanket and a hat. And I was like, what the fuck's the matter with this bitch? I'm just trying to get my dick sucked. And uh, you know, lo and behold, man, I had to run away from her for a month, man. That crazy ass Trini bitch. But then I, I fell back in love. I fell in the pussy. I well drowned it. And then I said. I love you, baby. And then, you know, we got baby premium, and, you know, I'm living a happy life, and I'm enjoying myself in Jersey. Shout out to Wawa and all those motherfucking rednecks out there. But anyway, um, um, there's also another submission. And you know what? This dude that, that actually, we're going to put his name out there. No, because, we're not. No, 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 no. No, we're not. Um, no. This is the thing. You said we were not going to count episodes. We're counting episodes. You were telling mm. these people that they're... Their identities are safe, and you're like, you know what? Just because you know, no, no. Per- the reason no. why I say that for in the subject, it says he says who he's from. He says the subject says from it doesn't tr- matter, fr- but that's what he said. Everyone, this is the dude that wrote the article. No, no, on no, you. no, no. Yes, no, we're not doing this. Yes, no, because even the person who sent this email, I could read their email. Like that's how you, when you send something, you can see the person's email. It doesn't mean that I should be exposing their emails and their names. Bleep, bleep, bleepity, bleep. No. Do not do this. I'm not going to do it to people who put their email. But the people who exactly write their name, I'm going to give him a shout no, out. And I know he's thirsty for it, so I'm going to give it to and him. And then you're going to call him thirsty? Yeah, you he's thirsty the for meanest? it. Um, like, you mad... It- Internet, internet. Uh, uh, listen, needs to go back to sleep. Uh, this is from Trav Dave. Okay, he wrote, you fucks. He wrote, question, what don't you like about Ohio? Okay, first of all... On Twitter, this guy, Trav Dave, I'll be playing because Ohio, yo, what y'all doing there? Really, playing Pokemon Go? Like, you, like when you talking about me to New York versus Ohio. This is not advice. You ain't doing any, you know. This is you and your okay. homies playing around. I used to get it in Ohio, okay? You used to get it. Yeah. But anyway, he wrote, um, he, has a, he said, now that you have a teenage daughter, okay. I do too. How do you deal with them having boyfriends and going on dates without being too overprotective? I know it's hard. Well, Ow, it's hard. Well, well, first of all, pause to what's being hard, Trav Dave. That's first of all. Second of all, um, may the God be with us when you really pray for having uh, a daughter and then her dating guys. I can't help but think. Or you dating know, girls. Well, I guess I so. Know. But, you know, I guess I could say, like, it's hard not to be overprotective. I just think that you should try to make it your business to be communicative. Really find out what's going on, who they with, where they with, and really get to know the guy. To be honest with you, what I have done is I know I can't really, you know, pick who my daughter likes and loves, but I could get to know them and right. really understand. So I take, like, when I bring her out to eat, I tell him to come. I'll pay. No problem. Come out for lunch. Come out for dinner. I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I, want to, I want to see what's on your mind. So I think it's hard not to be overprotective. So I would just say, like, you know, that's going to happen, but get to know them. You know, get to, get to see who they are. And then really make that decision to your daughter uh, of, of what type of person she's fucking with. That's, that's a good and, 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 and to be honest with you, even when you do tell them that, your daughter probably like, man, fuck you, dad. So try to talk to him. Try to lend him advice. Try to put some gems into him. Um, Internets, listen, I want you to get involved with XP. Email us, whatever you're going through. The yeah, Premium Show at gmail.com. Now we're going to go on to our favorite segment, I don't trust people, okay? You know how to get involved. I don't trust people. The internet hashtag is popping. I don't trust people. It's on Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you at Premium Pete, Premium Pete Show, or Miss Listen Knows. Let us know who or what you don't trust. What submissions we got this week, Listen. 
So our first submission comes from uh, Brashi B. Premium Pete. I don't trust people that ride with their feet on the dashboard. Hashtag disrespectful. Um, I mean, if they're in your car and they have their feet on the dashboard, get the fuck, get your fucking feet the fuck off my dashboard. Let me tell you something. I use armor roll, baby wipes on my dashboard. I don't want your feet, especially if you got some fucking nasty ass fucking Steph Curry twos on that bitch. But anyway, um, I don't, I, 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 I mean, anytime growing up, especially in Brooklyn, when I see people move by me in their car with their feet on the dashboard, I was like, look at this douchebag. I don't really like doing that. Like, I've done it. Probably maybe like one time. I just did it the other day in Rena's car. And I was just like, ow, I have my feet on your dashboard. And she didn't care. But I didn't like, I don't, I didn't like it. Like I just don't, you know. I just need my seat all the way back. And I need to like recline like almost all the way back. I mean reclining, I yeah, but feet, 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 uh, like, feet. What are you doing? Come on with the feet. What, 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 what do we got next? Not in your house. Our next one comes from. I am Chris Jones. I don't trust people that brag about how fast they cut people off. If you can't keep a friend, then you must be the problem. You know what? That is true. There's a lot of people who talk about, like, you know, like how quick they <laughs> cut people off. And, and they do. I Yo, do. Honestly, internet, I will say this. I know there's a lot of fuck shit going on. And I know people don't have no patience. And I get it. And there's a lot of people doing some dumb shit. So you're like, fuck that. And you don't want to even be surrounded by that. Don't surround yourself with fuck shit. Live your life, man. You know, but I will say this. Have a little patience. Patience will get you far. Patience and a plan will get you to the promised land. I don't, I mean, I feel, because I'm definitely one of those people who can cut people off. I feel like you have to trust your intuition and you have to believe people when they show you who they are. Like, yes, you do. When they do show you who you are. Yeah. You're right. Believe them. Yes. Don't fucking say like, oh, they were drunk. Oh, they were mad. No, believe them. But then do you cut them? That's what I'm saying. So then you may need to cut them off. Well, you separate yourself, but you don't brag about it. You don't brag about it. Let me tell you something. Right now, somebody listening to this show right now mm-hmm. is dealing with a fuck boy right. or a fuck girl. You don't need to tell these people, uh, excuse me, I'm not fucking with you no more. <laughs> That's true. No. What I'm saying is silently. Yeah. Stop Stop calling them so That's much. True. Stop hanging out. Stop coming around so much. Separate yourself. Distant yourself. And yeah, and don't brag about being the kind of person to cut to people, cut people off. Yeah. off. Because it, it's kind of off-putting. And it's like, well, then why should I hang out with you if you're just like you're, that, you're not understanding kind of a person? Exactly. Your bragging will come from you just really reaching your goals by not fucking surrounding yourself with fuck people. What's next? Our next one comes from uh, Serbo502. Okay, the Wave King. I don't trust people that still smoke Philly blunts, yo. Yo, you know what? Um, They still sell those? They do. They do. They do. And and, and you know what? I I smoked growing up, you know, I smoked many blunts and, and, and Philly blunts and Man, so I feel like harsh. Only the first three blunts so, to be Phillies. After so that, harsh. Figure it out. Yeah, you need to like in this day and age. Like, yo, honestly, Whole Foods sells good blunts, like organic, like fucking Word? blunts. No, no, I'm just thinking. Oh. I'm just thinking maybe they no, do. No, because they, they. That's very possible because uh, Walgreens really has their own. Like you know how they have like the Walgreens Tylenol and the Walgreens diapers. They have Walgreens roll ups. Really? Yes, like how you can go and buy like uh, the Bluntville, like the four little pack. Walgreens 
has their own. So it's only a matter of time before that happens. Internets, if you want to live uh, a little bit longer in life, uh, stop smoking Philly blunts. And our, yeah, I don't do a Philly. And, you know, actually get into some papers, like mm-hmm. some raw papers. Some backwards. No, I mean, you could put a little bit of backwood just to help it to burn a little mm-hmm, slower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. a little fonto leaf. Miss Listen knows. Hello. What's next? 420. Our, I feel like this person is kind of like an honorary co-host. Really? He's yeah, because on... we, every week it's I, like I, I, I'm I, saying his name, Al. I don't even, I don't even realize the names, but go ahead. Fidel Fresco? No, shout out to Fidel Fresco. So... I don't trust people who eat McDonald's but don't eat pussy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? You know that McDonald's is garbage. So you're awesome. saying, so you're saying, if a person is eating a Big Mac and not eating the you box, you eating that special sauce, but you don't want none of this specialness. Well, that's not, I don't. I don't know if I agree with this because maybe that girl's box is not good enough. Well, maybe, well, then you maybe not be... the junior, the, maybe the fucking a uh, Big Mac is better than her pussy. But how would you know? If you Let me tell you something. There's it. some food. Let me tell you. Not all pussy is good pussy. And again, I, I pause, but not all dick is is, is good dick. Okay. So the <laughs> Every point. Every hot dog ain't Nathan. Yeah. So the point I'm also Brett. But the point I'm making is, you know, like like some food is better than pussy. Right, let me tell you something. Last night I had Bryce chocolate ice cream, and I put it in the bowl, and I I let it melt a little, and I mix it up like a fucking milkshake. And I ate that shit, and I was like, yo, let me be honest with you. I, I don't need pussy. I don't need pussy. You don't need pussy? Not that night. Just not that pussy. night. I didn't need it that night. I did not need it because I had Bryce ice cream, right. and I mixed that shit up like a milkshake, and that shit was so beautiful. So I guess, <laughs> I, 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 I guess what I'm saying is that some nights you can have a fish fillet over a fishy pussy. Well, I think that every night you should have... Fish fillet over fishy pussy, but if you eating them good pineapples and you fruit induced, you know, and you eating healthy and you know that your shit is right, and he's eating McDonald's, but he's talking about he don't want your good chotch, you need to eighty six his ass immediately. Yeah, but also you need to take a look at your box. Why are you eating McDonald's? Like, what's There's nothing wrong maybe with maybe the problem, girl, is that your man should not be eating McDonald's. You might want to get in the kitchen, bust something down real quick, make him a meal, and then he might ah, all over. That let me tell you something. Clitoris. Let me tell you something. The McDonald's fries are official, but uh, you know, listen. Uh, at the end of the day, your box has to be kept clean for a guy to eat it. And the guys who don't eat it, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because the more you eat pussy, the more your, your relationship will, will, will take to next levels. Next levels, man. You get that girl climbing the wall, forget about it. She'll be looking, licking the taint. She'll be Word, sucking Now the... she's sticking drugs in her vagina going across the Cra- country. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cursing your mother out. Yeah. She has no fucks to give. And she will hold you down, okay? That's, that's right. She... <laughs> that's right. Internet, listen. Um, I'm, I always love your submissions from I Don't Trust People. And make sure you get involved. Hashtag I Don't Trust People on Twitter. Particularly on Twitter, man. There's so many fucking submissions on Twitter where I Don't Trust People. Yeah, I mean, you are. think about it, every day when you wake up in the morning, you know who you don't trust and what you don't trust. So make sure you add us. I have one. Do you have one, Pete? Go ahead, go ahead. I don't trust people who, like, like Zoom or Rush to, like, red lights. Like, if you're trying to cross the street and they're just like... 
pounding on the gas. Yeah, like, they're not going to stop for yeah, you. And it's like, the light, like, what are you Yeah, are you I, I, I'm, me- I'm meeting you here at the same time yeah, anyway. Like, what's the problem? Like, you, I'm scared that you might zoom through this red light. That's how fast you're going. And then, like, skirt at, like, why? What was so crazy that you needed to, like, do this? People like, are, and, listen to me, listen to me, especially in New York City. Tri-state area, people are in a rush to go nowhere. Nowhere fast. And I'll tell you one thing. What I learned is don't have road rage, okay? Road rage is Don't real. have road rage. What you do is you make yourself some asparagus, okay? Go home, get your dick sucked, or get your pussy licked, what if you're a girl? And get short-term goals. Finish, get little achievements. Make yourself feel better. Right. Okay? And that's all that matters in this world. Kiss your kids, say, you know, uh, get some sleep, and get yourself a good blanket at night. And that's all that means anything in this world, really. And go to church on Sunday if you can, and once in a while visit IHOP. But I'll tell you one thing, Internet's, I don't trust people, like I said, hashtag I don't trust people, at Premium Pete, Premium Pete Show, Miss Listen Knows. Get involved, get involved with XP. Uh, listen, even though you were late, um, I really did enjoy this episode. Um, having my friend Ruperto up here, you know, he may not be the biggest name where people are always looking for. Nah, he's the but, hottest. No, but hold man. on. But he's been around doing his thing on the hustle bustle of comedian of comedy. And you know, me and you both love comedy. When we thought about doing this podcast, I want to give people a sitcom podcast where they can listen to every week, get to know different people, different walks of life. Different jokes, different styles, different stories, and I think that's exactly what we're doing. So make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, and make sure you just fuck with us, internet. And 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 it's another great episode, okay? It definitely was another great it. episode. And even though you were late, and don't be late again. And be, you know what? First of all, no, like, no, 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 don't be late again. Like, I don't. This I don't, is an isolated incident. I've never been late before. I, I other people have. Other people have been late. Well, let me tell you something. And let me tell you something. Because I can't just start the show and be like, oh, let me this nigga's late. I'm getting blamed. No, but keep in mind. Keep in mind. I understand it's the first time you did it, so you're like looking at it like, okay, it's not a problem. Now, I didn't say it was a problem. Now, now, now I, I don't have any problem with gay people, right? I don't have any problem. My si- both of my sisters are gay. But if I suck the dick for the first time, I'm supposed to say, look, I never sucked the dick before, but, you know, the first, you know, I did it. Be- no, that's not what I do. I don't do that. And there's nothing wrong with anybody who does do that. But I don't do that. So I don't make excuses because what? the first time I do something I never did before, okay, I can make an excuse. You can't do that. Internets, okay? Tell, <laughs> tell Miss Lisa to stop being late to the fucking show. But you know what? You're going to have to give the internets who look so forward to you spitting balls in the beginning. And we didn't start that way. So we're going to end that way. Okay. Sometimes life is backwards, but we always get it right. Okay. What do we got here? Um... Shimmy, shimmy, your shimmy, yam, shimmy, yeah. Uh, Give me the mic so I can take it away. Oh, wait. Off on a natural charge, born voyage. Bomb. Yeah, from the home of the Dodge and Brooklyn squad. BK. Wu-Tang killer bees on the swarm. Uh. Rain on your college disco dorm. For you to even touch my scales, you got to pull a one killer bee and he ain't for the kill now. Chop that down. Pass it all around. Shit. Lyrics so hard, put cement to the ground. Ow. For any MT in any 52 states, I get psycho killer Norman Bates. Bates. My producer slam. My flow is like, bam, jump on stage and then I dip down. Uh-huh. I like the way you talk. Hey, ooh, baby, I like it raw. Yes, I do. No condoms <laughs> on you raw. <laughs> Once in a while, I use skin and, and, and directs and, and Trojan. <laughs> and make sure they don't get stuck in the bitch. Hey. Hey. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby I like your role. Listen, that was nice. That was nice. At least, at least, you know what? Even though everything 
Well, organized chaos. Yes. Organized chaos. It's still going to happen. Internet, we'll see you next episode. Subscribe. Leave a comment so we know it's fucking real. That's um, right. And I got my gangster scarf on, so don't fucking play with me, bitch. Yeah, tell them how it don't, is. You better go to that motherfucking app. You better go load up the Premium Peach Show featuring Miss Listen Knows. You better subscribe. You better write a motherfucking comment. You better tag me or else I'm coming for you, B. Think I'm fucking playing? Think Ooh. I'm saying? Oh, you need to smoke a blunt again this episode. <laughs> Internet, we'll see you next it's episode. I have my scarf on. I'm a method actor, like he was saying, okay? I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm a thespian. Whatever, okay? whatever the fuck you're talking about. Next episode. Al. See you later. Cheer. Cheer, cheer.